0: Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season.
1: Now we just wait for Steve to do the magic. All right, here we go. It's How We Seize It, episode 39. Tonight we kick off the MCU or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, this is going to be our first one. when We're going to cover this in a, a chronological order um, given to us by a, a CNET website that we put on our Facebook group if people are interested. Um, it basically, instead of how they were released, it's more like when they happen in, in movie time. Um, so it's we're going to start with Captain America, um, the first Avenger. And then we're going to cover uh, Peggy, or Agent Carter. I always call it Peggy Carter. (laughs) I do every time, and I'm like, no, it's Agent Uh, Carter. I I just, I have done that from the get-go. But we're going to do Agent Carter season one and season two. This will cover our first, uh, or basically our kickoff of the MCU um, review that we're going to do. And uh, to do that with us, we brought in a special guest or a special friend. Uh, We got my buddy Bo, who I've known for a long time. Uh, he actually suggested this to us, and we—I went crazy for it. I was like, "Yeah, I want to do that right away." Steve didn't have
2: any problems in it, so uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Bo. Oh, hey everybody! Uh, it's Bo, of course. a Long friend of Noah's, one of my one of my first friends when I moved to California in uh, the early '90s. Uh, or, sorry, sorry, late '90s. We late turned, '90s, yeah. Yeah, late '90s. We turned '98. Uh, met through some gaming friends at the yeah. time. A uh, couple of people who of facebook friends with still and and you know just kept in touch over the years played hockey with him, did some other uh nefarious activities with over the years as well definitely nefarious <laughs> and uh yeah yeah it's uh him him Alyssa, the kids you know just always always been a big fan of the family first time i'm seeing steve's face so That's right. we texted uh, yeah, a little just, bit but uh <laughs> yeah, texted a little bit and uh yeah exactly so uh but yeah it's great to great to be on the podcast guys i really appreciate you you having me on and uh it's great to be able to do it with the uh the mcu thing because i mean i know noah you said in the last the last episode here that you were a huge mcu fan and oh big time i've i've been a big marvel fan since probably the early 2000s with comics and things like that i mean i i was a big Ultimate you know ultimate avengers ultimate spider right, right. Stuff. you know those those were where it really got me into it and then i branched out into some of the um the some of some of the alternate universe um ones too there was like okay. red, red sun is a superman if he landed in russia is oh, a great comic I, oh, I've, I've, I've heard he, that one had, had he landed in russia and not in kansas it's a really <laughs> it's a really interesting take on things and then one of the other ones which kind of branches uh not really branches into but relates a little bit to what we're doing tonight is uh it's called red white and black and it's um talks about some of the first people that they did the super soldier you know that the super Soldier. oh with, right right and it was um black soldiers instead of like the white soldiers first so they're doing testing on the black soldiers first and some of them made it through before they tested on some of the white soldiers and kind of what happened to them and how they progressed through sort of the army following oh cool
1: that actually sounds really cool like i I wondered about that like that was the first test and the only one so yeah kind
2: of it's really yeah it's, it's really a great comic so yeah that's that's but yeah i was excited that you yeah like i said you had me on it's good Hoping I, I hoping I can make it through all 16 episodes it's either going to be the best episode or the worst episode right
0: <laughs> I, well I, mean, I think it's i think it's great too because i don't bring much of a comic uh background I, I my my exposure to the mcu has all been through through the movies so i'm going to be listening to what you guys have to say quite a bit because i know I, I know noah's you know always referring to the comics and how it how it compares to the comics and and right. uh, <laughs> And I just well, kind of thumbs up, good, sounds yeah, good to me. That's yeah. kind of the fun thing
3: is, so <laughs> my, <laughs> yeah,
1: my, my introduction was actually in the 80s, right? I was big into Marvel in the 80s when, you know, I, I, the Avengers, X-Men, the West Coast Avengers and, and some of the oh, old yeah. school. And I read them up until about the mid 90s and then I kind of fell off just, you know, didn't have money for comics with kids. It
2: just doesn't work that way. Yeah, I kind of yeah. got started with comics when my sister got into the new New Mutants when they first started. <laughs> she was she got very into the early ones, and I got into GI Joe. And I'm but, like, yeah. I remember in the '80s, GI Joe number one when I was in middle school, I had that thing for the longest time. It was nice. Great.
0: Now, yeah. I, w- I will say, back in the '70s, my first TV <laughs> show that I loved was The Incredible Hulk, Bill Bixby and Lou oh, Ferrigno. Yeah, right that was huge and so that i guess that's marvel so uh not it it comics it, related but tv right
1: yeah well the idea of it is always out there that you know they they look at what happens if people have something you know to contribute to the society whether it's through powers or money or you know what like some of them don't have powers they they, they just get better at stuff you know like iron man has no powers he's just a right. genius and and so For what Agent do they Carter. do with it yeah yeah, exactly. And so, you know, they just they touch on it's action and adventure and, you know, and some of it's some of it's really good, some of it's not, you know, doesn't always fit what you like, but there's so much out there that you can find something to like. And It's funny you talked about the new mutants, so that was one of my favorites uh as a kid. And uh I recently got uh Marvel Unlimited, which is the the electronic uh yeah. subscription thing. And so one of the first things I went and looked up was the new mutants and i've got i've got it all the way back to the i think it's 82 or 83 is when they started i've got that one tagged and then i start to read some of the new ones and like it's the same characters but like a bunch of shit has happened so it's different i'm like oh fuck i need to know what happened (laughs) so i've been i've been trying to go back and read and read and and um i literally put like four hours yesterday into just just going through comics i probably read i don't know 14 15 uh then sure. i had to take a break and then i came back and read some more but okay. yeah it's but now it's new mutants and that's uh that's one of my my all-time favorite i love I just love the characters from it yeah um so which is i'm kind of bummed in a way that the movie theaters are shut because the new mutant movie's out right right well you know can you stream you it could
2: out? Out you could stream it but you could i think you could stream it but you could run out of theater for you and 10 of your closest friends
1: I haven't seen Noah, it. Where come I can on, do it. it. Well, <laughs> <Midasol>. <laughs> so, yeah, I did see where there's a uh, there's there is one cinema that in California that's open. It, actually, there's one in San Francisco, I think near you, Bo. But the closest one to us is Napa. Oh, I'm okay. like, that's oh, not that far, but I mean, it's, it's still a little ways to go. But yeah, they do have it where you can rent it out yeah. for I think it's it's like two hundred dollars, and you can bring up to twenty people or something like that.
2: Is that theater still in Sebastopol? There's that isn't that that small theater in Sebastopol? They're, they're all closed. Oh, they're so, closed.
1: Close. Yeah, they're all closed oh, for COVID. Right. This one figured out a way to be open with COVID. Yeah, I got you. Okay. And it's one, it's Cineline or something like that. And they had, and I saw a new mutant. I was like, mm, I might have to drive over there. I might, <laughs> I might just have to do drive it. To <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's not really, really far. It's a half hour drive. But, yeah, yeah, I know. I got you. so. But yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that one to stream yet. Um, oh, so.
2: I, I, I thought it was. Anyway, I could be wrong. I don't know.
1: I've seen fun. all the other ones, like the Bill and Ted, you know, we talked about doing that one and no one, no one jumped up to take the offer. Did I you actually see far. it? You you watched it? Or No, no, I haven't yet. I wanted, I was trying to get people to come over and do like a theater experience at the I, house. I, I
0: think we got to that. I think we got to yeah. do that. I, uh, but just yeah. like you say, to do it, do it kind of more like a slumber party where we would do podcasts at your house after.
1: Right. Well, after well that's time. what, that's like we wanted to do in the theaters. What we, the one we got was the Invisible Man. Right. So, but you know, we'll, we'll see. All right. Well, let's, uh, you know, we got a little bit about Bo, uh, Steve, what's been going on in your week? This anything, anything fun and cool?
0: Um, I broke down and ordered a, uh, a keg. So, uh, right. that, that, Oh, keg- so you can do the kegging now. So I can do the kegging. That's, that was, <laughs> yep. I'm excited about that. Um, and, uh, I, I tasted my, uh, cream ale. So, that, oh, nice! That, that was and and I and I, and I like it. So uh, that's so, the one
1: you you had to bottle, right? That was not the one we yeah, just did. I bottled that, was, that
0: last week. So okay, um, but uh, but it's been a busy week at work, so I haven't had much extra time uh, to uh, to play to to yeah. come up with uh, exciting
1: things. So uh, um, <laughs> hey, buying a keg and, and kicking over to that is exciting. No more <laughs> bottling.
0: Well, yeah, I still, that's, I mean, I'm going to have to make a a, a, a keyser or whatever uh, yeah. to, to store it in. I don't have that. But but I, I started with it. You we well, got, the got 20, your toe
1: in the water. It's the
0: 20% all... off at uh, at the oh, right, right. People uh, this month. So it took advantage oh, of that right. to get a little uh, discount on that. I um, didn't even
2: Place I used to yeah. brew when I used to brew when I first moved to California there that was a staple for me I love that place and those guys are awesome yeah you still haven't mead. mead. We,
0: we still haven't been inside I mean uh, you know we're doing all online ordering and they've got a tent outside that you pick it up with oh, right. um, because right. we didn't we didn't start until after after COVID and uh, right. so
3: that's yeah.
2: right I used to do the mead right well I just did the mead once when with Bill um, but I did beer I did tons of beer it just all the same I mean I wasn't like <laughs> It was all kinda dark, it was all kinda hoppy, it was fizzy and had alcohol in it and I just <laughs> never really like I just never really got good at it. I I, I followed all the you know steps and I was yeah you know, super clean and I think I just, you know, might have done my war too long and, you know, overcooked okay. it a little bit and then it just gets a little dark and you know, so it kinda like I said, they all kinda tasted the same, but you know, I,
3: right.
2: I and now living in San Francisco it's just there's no way I could have the room. I mean, I don't have a garage I, I have a tiny little kitchen that's yeah probably the size of you know i don't know one of your guys's porches or something <laughs> you know just a super tiny little place you know the chicken coop is probably bigger than my kitchen nice so um you know so it's just tough but um i want to get back into it at some point i'll have some more space and be able to get back into it
1: got to come up here for a weekend we brew go. almost every other weekend so oh, wow. perfect just come and we up keep either. adding
0: more equipment, and, and <laughs> yeah. which means the, right. the 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 previous equipment is uh, is no longer needed. Well, so. I was just going to say
1: <laughs> we we started brewing here at my house, like everybody on the same day. Like we had three batches going, so yep. there, there's oh. no reason not to throw a fourth on there, and you can just leave it here, and then come up and we'll help you bottle yep. it or whatever. And- cool.
2: Yeah, and do you do do you bottle large formats? So there's less capping.
1: Uh, so, no. the last ones we've been bottling are just the 12 ounce, so like 48, 50 bottles per oh, batch. Really? Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I got into large formats. I had all 22 and, and larger. I did champagne bottles because you can, you can take the champagne bottles and the, the cap fits on the top of the champagne. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so it's less work. You just, yeah. just have them.
0: You just got to be committed to drinking more when you crack or one have, open.
2: I <laughs> have friends. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, that's what, like with the keg, you know, our friends, Jeremy and Renee, they got the keg, but they're both drinking off it every night. So they have no problem killing a keg. For me, it's like Sierra kind of helps. Liss is no help. So uh-huh. I'm like, man, I got to kill this keg myself. But eh, there's worse problems to have. I <laughs> <laughs> So, um, no, actually, but we we're talking this weekend and I forgot about the 20%. I think I'm going to try and uh, do my super stoked clone because um, they, uh, Hen House gave me the recipe to do the super stoked. And yeah, so nice. um, I was, like, trying to figure out how to do it without doing all grain because Steve's going to do it all grain. So I'm going to do the extract for their single stoke, but I'm going to do the, the hops for the super stoke. And uh, I, got, I got real lucky. They have a hops that's not sold locally. And so I got a hold of my buddy. I'm like, hey, is there any way you guys sell them? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll talk to one of the brewers, and they're going to give me some tomorrow. Nice. So- oh, nice.
0: I did order uh, order ingredients for a lager. So I'll, uh, if, we do, if we do brew on Sunday, I'll be I'll – be, Doing an all grain lager, yeah, that'll be good. So
2: you guys don't do all grain right
1: now? You do the extract. Well, we have one. We have one kit to do. We have one setup to do all grain. So usually, usually it's been what someone's doing all grain and the other two are doing an extract. Oh yeah, just 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 to make it easy, yeah.
2: Yeah, that makes it easy. I started when I did my first when I did my first kit. um, I did it with a Mister Beer kit. You ever heard of Mister Beer?
0: Absolutely. That's what Jeremy,
2: (laughs) Jeremy, I I I actually just ordered mine. I (laughs) haven't. Just beer. The great thing about the Mister Beer is, if it still is the way it used to be, it comes with that great big tank with the tap in the front. Yeah. So, so you can like not you can you kind of have like a keg.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, but you want to you want to be able to carbonate it and.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you carbonate yours? Because I did oh, mine natural yeah. carbonation. I did all mine. I never added carbonation at all. I did all mine. Well, in the so bottle, the keg- in the bo-
0: bottle, we will add yeah. sugar to carbonate yeah. it. But if you're going yeah. into the keg, then it's just forced carbonation. Yeah.
2: Oh right, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well,
1: I, so every time we've done them, I mean, when we put them in the bottles, we, we, we pull it off the yeast and everything before we add sugar to put them in the bottle. So yeah. you would have to transfer, but I mean, we'll figure it out. I mean, it's, it's, it's
2: yeah, you're not, you're doing it. Cause you love doing it. You're not right. doing it because you're like, I mean, I'm
1: not trying to outsell this. I'm not trying to like win some awards.
2: You're not, Yeah, you're
1: not going to great American beer festival next year with your home. Group. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, I don't know if this super Stoke clone comes out pretty good. Um, <laughs> So,
0: well, if you're making a clone, though, I don't know if you can go and, and, and
1: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and put it. No, and I, w- I would never try and do that, but I'm I'm really happy that uh, to try this just because uh, drinking those out of the can and I mean I'm like this is the best beer I've had in a long time, so I was like if I can get anything close to that, so it'd be good.
2: Yeah. And that's just a good brewery; that'd be good stuff.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny I I didn't know about it for a long time, um, and I had like I have a buddy who works um, a guy we played hockey with. I don't know if you remember uh, Rosie. Dave Rosenfeld.
2: Mm, sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, I
1: think he was there right at the he was a kid though when you were at the inn. He probably was refing. Um, right. oh really, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so he, he works there and uh so he kinda gave me the hookup to get the recipes and oh, stuff good. like that. So pretty stoked about that. That's all awesome. right, cool. All right. Well let's uh let's get into these shows and we'll get in first with what we're drinking. Uh we're gonna start with uh, Captain America. I don't I I have two separate drinks, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do mine separately, I think. Um, okay. but, uh, I'm not sure about you guys, but, uh, for Captain America and, uh, I'm going to show you guys cause we're doing this through Skype so you guys can see it. It's a, uh, a red, white, and blue kind of
3: <laughs> cocktail. Oh, I'll look at that. Yeah. So, uh,
1: so this was the first time I've ever really tried to separate the layers and, uh, it worked on the, the I, this is actually a second one I made. The first one didn't work as well. <laughs> Just kind of became a purple mess. So, um, but this one, it's really, it's, um, the blue cacoo or so. I, I don't know how they could say. Curacao. Is that what it is? Yeah, it, it, Cure it, Cure that's not what it looks like on the label, but not
2: what it looks like on the label. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, it, it's that for the blue. And then for the, uh, white, I used, um, pineapple rum. Um, cause that's what I had. Um, most of the other ones said to use a schnapps or something like that, which I think might be heavier. So it, it would separate a little better. <laughs> so that's why it's not as clean as the other. And then on the bottom, it's just grenadine. So, but yeah, I was, I was looking for a bunch of different ones. I'm like, how am I going to make this red, white, and blue? I got to do red, white, and blue. Cause you know, yeah. for me, that's cap, right? That's great. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Perfect. All right. All right. Uh, so you, I'll drink this while you guys talk about yours. Go ahead, Steve. You can go next. I think uh, I know what you might be drinking.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, uh, you know, one of the, one of the common characters in both Captain America and agent Carter was uh, Howard Stark, who's kind of the, I don't know if you want to say he's kind of the father of the MCU, or at least he—he's one of the original original. If you go well, back we were, into the history chronologically, yeah. he's there at the beginning, and yeah. uh, he, he brings uh, Tony Stark into the picture. But uh, but I did a little looking up, and and you know he 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 likes to drink, and there's there's a lot of references to Jarvis other having, having to does. make martinis for him, and and so so I went. I, I'm not, this is not a a uh, a, um, a vodka martini. This is a, a legit gin, uh, uh, dry vermouth. I did put a little um, orange bitters in there. I'm not, that was an option. I did that just because I, I preferred it a little bit, but I know you got to go I, pinky out. I got
2: the olives. I like that. A yeah, nice touch.
0: <laughs> I found a glass. This is a, this. I think is more like a dessert bowl, but it looked like a martini <laughs> glass. And it just. And but I did. And I mixed it. And I've got. I've got extras. So uh, this is my. Uh, this is my Howard Stark drink uh, to to take me through uh, the uh, Agent Carter and, and Captain America. So I got a twofer.
2: What kind of gin did you? Uh, kind of gin.
0: Spirit Works. Spirit Works is my go-to gin. They're a local, uh, Sebastopol um oh, okay. they do a slow gin that's delicious and uh and uh i'm i'm a i'm a i'm on their mailing list i like oh, he's up a, a gin
2: me, fan so. for sure we've <laughs> been hearing about it for a while have you been up to hillsburg to alley six
0: You know, Alicia got me a bottle of Alley Six uh, for my birthday a couple years ago. Loved it. She actually is not, she does not care for gin, but she was excited because she really enjoyed it. So she thought I, she, she, she got me a bottle of that. I still have the the empty bottle in my uh, liquor cabinet. So nice.
2: We have a little bit of that at home too. So it's good stuff. I like it a lot. I'm kind of a gin fan myself. So Mm. cool. Um, All right. So I guess it's my turn. Um, So I am actually not in San Francisco right now. So don't rob my house while I'm gone. <laughs> but, um, we're, up in, we're up in Tahoe. Um, oh, in nice! Yeah, we got we're we're kind of pre-vacation since we're working remotely anyway. We can pretty much work from anywhere, so we got a little little house up here, and we're um we're just hanging out doing our normal work from home. And it, it's incredibly hard to find a lot of spirits up here. I was I wasn't expecting that. So I was <laughs> I was going to so World War II. One of the one of the prominent drinks during World War II or one of the more more famous drinks during World War II was the Corpse Reviver, which I thought would have been perfect. World War II drink, Captain America. Right. I came back from the dead, you know, that whole thing. But two of the ingredients are, were unobtainable when I got up here to uh, to Tahoe. Gotcha. So, so I switched it up a little. little uh, shout-out to Santa Rosa and a little shout-out to Captain. We'll cover up the Kurt. I got a Cooperage. <laughs> it's a Cooperage, um, Captain Kurt. Which okay. is So it's um, – it's a pale ale with Citra and Cashmere hops. Cashmere, nice. have we tried yeah. Cashmere? I
1: don't think uh, we... it's in a couple that I've had. Okay,
2: so yeah, so it's the closest I could come to even coming close to a Captain <laughs> Kirk anything. It was yeah, either no. that or straight bourbon for the American man. Um, so I went with the, <laughs> I went with the Captain Kurt. So very <laughs> <you> perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got the bourbon for uh, the the Peggy Carter or Agent Carter uh, as yeah. my second right. drink. Is I went well because. I'll just talk about it now so I can keep drinking it while we go. Um, I was looking up just trying to find anything that they drank in there, and one of the things that came up was the um, axle Grease, a uh, bottle of axle Grease that she gave to uh, Dum Dum Dugan uh, after one of their adventures. And so I was looking at it, I'm like, is this a real bourbon? But it doesn't come up anywhere. So I was like, okay. I'm gonna to have to get a bourbon and just call it my my axle grease bourbon, but uh it's one of those ones where it shows up in it and it kind of has a little play because he has it from her and then he gives it to one of the Russian guys who then oh, ends right. up sleeping yeah, with it yeah. sleeping yeah. with the bottle so i went I went with the bourbon uh for the Peggy Carter just to just for a little shout out to Dum Dum Dugan too just because I kind of like the character myself
0: well he her. he makes an appearance in uh captain America too he's he's in this
1: yeah well he's part of the yeah. howling commandos yeah, yeah. Right. Which is it, – that's straight from the comics, like old school, like like in the 40s when it first came out. Um, those guys were part of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I know I got – so I'm not going to have a – You're going to have the history. I, I can tell already. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little bit, and I'm probably going to get some of it wrong. And, if, and someone out there knows is they're probably going to call me on it. But I get bits and pieces of it that I've had for either a long time or I've read at some point. Because I do – every now and then I'll get on a kick and I'll go read something. You know about these things, and I, I even went back and tried to look up Peggy Carter as uh, in the comics, and they have um, essentially a Peggy Carter kind of comic book based for the show, a little yep. bit. And so I read some of that, but it's mostly it's not really like an action comic. It's more like where it's an informational type one where they they give you these big paragraphs about stuff that happen and, yeah. and stuff like that. So I didn't actually read all of it. I kind of just glazed through it. So.
2: I got you. Cool. Yeah, I I'm got i going to be in this. Well, with the, for me, it's going to be the names and it's going to be like a lot of the details. Cause I'm I'll, It's been a while since I've seen the series and it's been a while since I've seen the movie. <laughs> so it's going to be, it's, it's you know, I, I have, I know how I feel about a lot of the stuff and, and certainly. Right. It's, well, and that's, a lot of I the
1: think, movie. think that's more what I want to talk about too, is not necessarily get into the details and scene by scene breakdowns, but more like what they meant and, and how you, how they made you feel. What did they, contribute to the mcu in a total as far as like fans like yeah. i don't i don't want to i don't want to discuss you know loopholes and you know plot holes and things like that and easter eggs or little things like that mostly right. that's oh, there's
2: fun, but yeah i got you <laughs>
1: but you know what i mean there's other podcasts that are going to kill that way better than we're going to i want to you know we're not telling people what the story was we're telling them how we seize it
3: exactly so. <laughs> yeah no i guess that so.
1: All right. Well, let's start with Captain America, and, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off with just some of the, the knowledge that I knew from reading today. Is uh, the Captain America: First Revenger was released on July 19th, 2011. So we're talking almost no, 10 years it. ago. So, yeah, nine, nine 10 years ago, almost. Uh, this was the fifth movie in the series uh, of the MCU. So it's the fifth movie released.
2: Um, it was. Uh, yeah, I was surprised
0: head- to learn that it was after Iron Man 2. I I, I was too. I, yeah. So so
2: yeah, I kind of was too. Yeah, for sure. And it was after Thor too, right? The first right. Thor. Yeah. It was,
0: it was, it was actually, they even had a little preview of uh, the Avengers at the end of the movie. Uh, well, that, that was because that, that, that was already in the, in the making. They were just
1: that last one in. So this had some really weird stuff to it. This actually started the concept of this started in 1997 and it was in six years was in a lawsuit like that held it up to even go forward. Right. And then it took 2003 to 2011 to even get released. So, I mean, almost eight years after it got out of a six year lawsuit to get going from from concept Maybe captain America itself Captain America, what? the movie the first oh, Avenger movie what was yeah it? well, do tell <laughs> i that 's just what i read i didn 't get details of what i meant not... the, part of it part of it was the trying to figure out who was going to write the scripts and who was the directors. Oh, that okay. took like two years um, towards the end, but the lawsuit i don 't know if I figured it probably had to do with some t v uh you know like a sony deal kind of like there was probably a captain
3: america there was a
1: captain america tv show in the 60s i think so it might have been still part of that well there was a captain america movie back in the 80s i believe yeah so So there might have been some stuff with that but like i said this so this started in 1997 so this potentially could have happened before iron man essentially but it might have been because it took so long to get everything ironed out and i almost am glad they did because it really set up the Avenger movie to come right after it, um, in the release, it, it kind of set up the, the wheels going as far as like Iron Man was a perfect movie to get started off. Cause it kind of sat on its own. It didn't need, it didn't need the, 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 ooh and all
2: that, the, the, well, gumption the behind it. Too, right. It didn't need all the, the kind of history and the buildup and all that kind of stuff. I mean, right. That, that's like, I, I didn't know a ton about cap. I mean, I knew a bit about Captain America, but I didn't, I didn't know about all the tie-ins to all the different characters and all the history. Like from the comics I read, it was like more kind of modern day and the characters mm-hmm. were there, but I didn't have the vast history. And that was the good thing about this. It kind of brought all that history kind of into it that I wasn't really aware of.
1: Right. It was a good origin story. It, it, to me, I think this origin story and I think the um, Iron Man, first Iron Man, were probably the two best origin stories that they've done so far. I
0: will, I will say that as far as Captain America, the first act where it really talks about his development from a weakling to, to Captain America, I think is one of the best acts of any, any of the movies. (laughs) I wasn't, you know, the the second and third act, I wasn't as big of a fan of, but, but so much from that first act where, you know, all the the visually, the, just all the transitions from that built his character was, was so memorable. I watched it again recently and that whole, First act, I remembered so flawlessly, and the second and third act were all all new to me. So it really right. stuck with me. I just think it was so well done that first act.
2: I totally agree. I that's that's one of the things I could have kind of when I went back and kind of remembered what was going on, you know, with the movie. That's that's the one thing that sort of that, well, the two things are one, the the sort of zero to hero thing, right? He was a total oh yeah sure, nerd and, all that. and then he became obviously Captain America. But then also the Bucky tie in. right? Of, like a great sort of thing that they've they've kind of flowed through the whole way too. I thought that yeah. was pretty
1: well and that was a change from the comic too. Bucky in the in the oh. comics, Bucky was like a young a young kid, almost like a, a Batman Robin type situation. Oh. Um so it, it was a little bit different. It wasn't like the buddy buddy, it was more like the the mentor, mentee type thing. So that was a change and I I actually like this one better um I I think it plays better in the in the aspect of Captain America. Like I don't see Captain America taking on a kid as a uh a sidekick that he's going to take into danger. You know what I mean? So is it the
0: same character arc of Bucky becoming uh the um yes. <laughs> what what is uh, it?
1: Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know that from comics to tell you the truth. Okay. That may be so. I know there's a Winter Soldier uh Winter in Soldier. the comics, okay. but I don't Winter Soldier. Um, I don't know for sure if that is Bucky from the, but it could be. I mean, they might have just changed the fact that he was instead of a kid that was a sidekick, more of a, a friend who was kind of. Uh, he played him more as uh, a comrade. Not, not. I'm not gonna call him equal because you know you can't equal Captain America just in in general. But I mean, he was part of the. He was part of that group that he put together, the Howling Commandos. You know that was his elite squad to go in and do the shit so they are they're above average but they're not superhero you know
3: yeah.
1: they're they're like you know not captain america you know right <laughs> right so, but i mean you can't for every one of those there's a hundred non you know like he, yeah. like agent carter i mean she's a badass on her own but she doesn't have you know she's not going to go into you know battle with bullets flying and jumping from airplanes with no parachutes and stuff like that Right. Exactly. So, um, but you know, he had he had, he was a badass. Just you know, we see that in the third act, you know, where we where we lose him and stuff like that. But you also kind of get that you you see that whole little howling commando group, which is that group is that we're in that that group that they, he rescued. You know, he he breaks in by himself into this big compound, right. you know, and shows up, and that's before he even had the good shield. That was when he still had the sh- the shitty like. <laughs> Fake shield, right. yeah. and uh, I love that part because they're like, "Who are you?" And they're like, well, "I'm Captain America." Who the fuck's that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm here to rescue, you. and I'm like, fuck, okay, whatever, guy.
0: You, sure. you know that part with the Howling Commandos that stood out in the movie as from a from a person that didn't know the comics, it seemed out of place. I didn't think I didn't think the director kind of tied it in. Very seamlessly, like like it. So so to me, those characters didn't fit with the movie. I I thought they I, seemed they seemed two dimensional, and it, it whereas a lot of the movie, Agent Carter and 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 a lot of the characters just really solidified that that movie. Uh, they did not. They stood out as uh, cartoons.
2: Well, maybe I, they do. Oh, go ahead. No,
1: I was going to say uh, part of that I think is is that I know what you're talking about. The scene like. They're part of that breakout. They really kind of raise above. You know, the, you, you kind of have your normal troops, and then you have your guys that are commanders and stuff like that. That kind of kick the guys in the ass and get them going. Those guys kind of raise to that level, and they show that when they're escaping. And then the next scene they really show them is kind of them marching through, which almost looks like a um, like a, a commercial, right? It looks at which they had earlier shown the same kind of thing with him walking with guys. Right, and so I, I can see where you where you would come to that, and they didn't have the backstory as much into the Howling Commandos. And it was just because did. I
0: didn't I didn't know the comics, so mm, so right. I couldn't put that together. So to me, it just didn't seem to fit. And I thought yeah. I bet that I I actually thought I bet that's a character from the comics that they're just trying to shove into this somehow, and it, they're not getting it right. It didn't feel like it fit with the with the, the tone of the film.
2: Well, they also probably knew that you know they there was so many characters. <laughs> Right. Introduced, they had to introduce introduce so many people, so many characters, so many people that came up later. You know, whether it was for the TV show or whether it was for the future movies, you know, whatever. It's like how many people can we develop the story on in one movie? You know, it's like we have to have some people in there to kind of make the movie sort of entertaining or have a storyline to it, but you know, we can't develop everybody. Maybe that's kind of what they were
0: thinking. I don't know. I know, I know we are not on this for this podcast, but the next one will bring in the Avengers. And that's a movie that took such unusual, you know, you have, you have Thor, who's a God, you've got Iron Man, who's dealing with science. You've got Captain America, who's got some sort of serum and, you you know, and, and And totally
1: they're all, yeah.
0: And a whole brings the the anger. Yeah. But and you think, how are they going to integrate these movies into something that feels feels balanced and that's a movie that was so successful in trying to integrate such disparate different ideas and make it make it just feel feel tonally uh uh, solid um so
1: i would almost bet that more people saw maybe not more people but a lot of people saw avengers and then went back and watched thor and captain america and maybe even iron man i mean that's
2: absolutely what i did i didn't see captain america when it first came to the theaters
3: oh really like, I, saw, okay. I saw the
2: avengers first the avengers was well iron man came out first i, I forget yeah. what it came out in the theaters but I, it I was iron man
1: thor or hulk. oh no for the iron man hulk the right? incredible the hulk, hulk, not hulk not hulk yeah the <laughs> yeah the incredible garbage fire and then <laughs> uh and then Thor, then Iron Man Two, and then Captain America.
0: According to your list, actually Iron Man Two came out before Thor. About uh, release? Two thousand ten and then Thor came uh, out in two thousand eleven.
1: Okay, that that might be true. I would just pulled it from a list that I, I got off of Wikipedia that the, the released Oh, but, this is your list that you sent out, Noah. Come on. That's not my list. I re- Oh, you you're right. It does say no. I I was I was going off of what I remember. But yeah, this does have Iron Man before Thor.
2: Iron Man I'm shocked before that Thor.
0: Thor and Captain America came out like within 3 months. Wow.
2: They were packing them in there for a while. I mean, for a while they were Well, trying, they were they were trying to set up that release of Avengers. Well, and notice I the doubt. title
0: for the title for Captain America is T- Captain the America, Avenger. the First Avenger. They're trying to draw people yeah. in and saying, "Hey, this is critical. If you're going to go see the, the <laughs> Avengers, uh, maybe they were afraid that it wouldn't get the well." Audience. But they also had
1: that's that's when they had the first trailer for Avengers was at the end of the Captain I know. America release. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I don't um, remember seeing it in the theaters. I think I think the first one I might have seen in the theaters might have been the Avengers. Well, I know I saw. Before I know Iron I saw, Man? I don't think I saw. I don't remember seeing it in the theater. I, I might have. I mean. It was eight or nine years ago. A lot of time. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for sure. Actually, it was 12 years ago for Iron oh, Man. Well,
3: there
2: you go. Okay, well, there you go. So, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I, it, so, exactly. I I think I, I'm pretty sure
1: I saw them all in theater except for Incredible Hulk. I, I actually um, – I can't even remember if I've watched the whole thing. I saw that. Uh,
0: I don't and, think uh, I saw Iron Man 2, but I did I watched, see
1: I, you know,
2: we, We'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's not to I, have go I, – <laughs> I, I and, I'll, and I'll talk a little bit about about – you know how these were received if you look on like um imdb right and uh-huh. you look at captain america it's like a 6.6 6 or a 6.8 it's like not even a seven it's like mid sixes and to me first of all better movie than that second of all it's these it feels to me like as somebody that's going to go in there and be like i was expecting you know every i rate everything against like gone with the wind and i rate everything <laughs> right. You know, and it's like, if I'm going to see Captain America, I have a certain expectation of what kind of movie I'm going to see. Right. This checks every box, the expectation of the kind of movie that I want to see when I see Captain America or that kind of a movie. And it's like, I'm like, it's low nines for me for this. I mean, it's like to compare it to other movies, but to give it a six something, it's like, come on, people. Well, you got you
1: got haters out there that only look at, like, certain things like, you know, the Academy Award type, you know, things right. that they look well, at. And you also
0: and, get people that, that look at the comics and say, hey, it wasn't loyal to the comic, uh, right. so they're going to give it, they're going to diss it because of that.
2: Like his helmet was wrong. His helmet didn't have <laughs> <laughs> ridges or something. Or yeah. Whatever.
0: I saw some you behind know? the scenes talking about the photography or the, the whole effect of of Chris Evans playing the character of the weak, The little short, small weak guy. Weak and it was yeah. really, you know, they did a lot of tests with that because they were afraid that if that didn't work then the movie would flop because people wouldn't buy into it. And oh. and it I thought I thought they nailed that. That was so effective and even watching it now, after, you know, this is if this came out ten years ago, so effects have certainly gotten better since then. Oh, yeah. But still it's so effective to see his face and you don't it doesn't seem Wrong it, it works maybe it's the the lens they use to kind of give it that that old fashioned film quality so I,
1: I read a little bit about this and they shot those scenes like the there's that car scene where he's riding in the car with her apparently they shot that like from like fifteen different angles and all these different things and they shot it with them together with them separate uh each by their own and all these different things and stuff and so it's funny that you bring that up because as good as it was, I also had issues with it because there's times when you watch him in the back of that car, specifically the time when they're right in the back of the car. He looks like he needs to be in a child seat. I, like I, he's literally like a foot below yep, Peggy's yep. shoulder. You know, it's yeah, funny
0: you it, bring up the back of the car because that was the one scene that I thought didn't quite work as well as as some of the other ones did. The size um, isn't right. Yeah, he goes
1: from being like this. He's, he's like, oh, right. I mean, he's yeah. <laughs> They make him look like a, a six year old kid sitting next to you know, like yeah. his his. The, the top of his his forehead is like level with Peggy's shoulder, and right. and then they get out of the car and they're a little. It's just it didn't play yeah. exactly
2: right. Yeah. It's but like most they needed, of it did. Come on, <laughs> most of it did. They did a great job. I mean, yes, take that scene out, and yeah. obviously you can't do that. But take that scene out. I, I think, think it was just, a good scene. I think they
1: could have just they turned like he was he was supposed to be like eighty percent shorter or whatever, and they turned him down to like seventy two. They gave him yeah, photo size, you know,
0: to <laughs> to
2: Gandalf. To Sit on those, and so he can be the same height. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, um, but I think they had to do that. I think the the whole effect of him being skinny like that, I think worked. You know, and him fighting a bully in uh, in the alley, and, and I love it. He's like, you know, because he uses that line, "I can do this all day long," right? Yeah. Yeah, and that we, comes back we, later. Uh, it comes exactly. back multiple all times. And time. with himself too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. He comes back with America's ass. So the
0: director, Joe Johnston, um, his first movie was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, so, so <laughs> wow. yeah, what so, he, you know? so he's, he's dealt with perspective and stuff. No, <laughs> and, and not only that, I, I'm going to throw this out because we just did our Ghostbusters um, uh, podcast yep. a, a few weeks ago. Uh, but uh, Rick Moranis is obviously in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm-hmm. Joe Johnston is uh, doing a movie now. I don't know if it's. In, I think it's in pre-production, but called Shrunk. It's another one, and it and Rick Moranis actually is going to be in it. He hasn't been in a movie, and he's he's been in like retirement for for years. So Forever. so that's kind of exciting. Just a little
2: bit awesome. to throw out. Yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. He also did right. a
0: if you like if you like Rick Moranis he did commercial with uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I just did saw you see that. I didn't did see, it? see it. I, I didn't see the
1: commercial. I saw that he brought him out of retirement for it. Right, and yeah. Mobile. It's just a little
0: commercial thing, but it's great to see Rick Moranis back.
2: <laughs> Rick Moranis, is hilarious. I I've been a fan of. So you you guys talked about that. I took I've been taking notes knowing I was going to be on here, and I got to find them. You guys, <laughs> talk, you guys talked about. Um, movies uh some of the, some of the people that were in ghostbusters a lot of those guys you guys you ever watch the tv show sctv it was well, that, yeah well
0: that's rick moranis and well that's i know right. i know uh great white north
2: strange yeah, yeah, brew
0: exactly.
2: uh came from that exactly so yeah, yeah no i just you guys were talking about that before and i was like oh I was yeah
1: like, i didn't even didn't even pull that one
2: that's all those guys are sctv they're all buddies and yeah. you were talking about how how they, everybody gets their friends to be in these movies. You talked about Ghostbusters, and they've been in so much stuff. And I was like, it all started when they were like, mm-hmm. probably twenty years old, just like drinking till two a.m. and <laughs> doing an improv, you know.
1: So I was listening to um, the Burt Kreischer podcast, and he's talking uh, about how, you know how what is that the crap piece or am I mixing it up? No, that's um, well, that's that he's the machine. The machine, right.
2: right? Exactly. I just heard him on another podcast. Oh, okay, a- he's he's like on
1: fucking five or six. He does the two yeah. bears in one cave, uh, oh, okay. which is pretty funny. But he was talking about uh, he's always talking about um, Patrice. I uh, can't think of his last name, but how him hanging around like the the comic strips and the comic um, venues when they're when they're nobodies and the shit these guys talk about and go through and then like you know you get tight with a couple guys because you work with them for and then you just. When you make it big, you drag them along with you, and that's kind of that whole comedian kind of lifestyle. And you see that when, when a comedian makes it big in a movie, he drags his buddies, you know, Adam Sandler is is notorious for it, right? So yeah.
2: <clears throat> Rob Schneider right Rob Schneider well, just is a, all of them. Well, all of them, but definitely yeah King Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know he's from Pacifica. he's from.: oh, really? Yeah. It's Rob funny. Schneider. Rob Schneider's from Pacifica, That's right? That's funny. And his mom was on the school board for the longest time down there. And I used to, <laughs> when I used to do schools, when I used to do architecture for schools, I worked in Pacifica, and his mom was on the school board when I was down there, when I was working down there. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah You should exactly. have like, hey, uh, you should have him come in and talk to us someday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's right, exactly. Anyway, yeah, but, uh, yeah for sure. But, um, But, I mean, Captain America – great origin story i think Mm -hmm. i think you're one of the best origin stories and like kind of that's that's the one that kind of pulled me back in right like that's the one that pulled me into i've got to see it all like like i got to see all of them i got to you know from that point on i was kind of like you know i'm like i gotta you know i I saw well i saw the avengers and then i saw you know in 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 re-release or not re-release but like on dvdvr or whatever Probably DVR back then; it wasn't on on demand. Right,
3: <laughs> and exactly. I,
2: Probably Netflix mail, right? Netflix <laughs> mail or, or a Blu-ray I got at Best Buy on opening day. Like yeah. But um, you know, it's like that—that that was the one that I was like, "Man, I gotta, I gotta start catching up and seeing all these and kind of pulling it all together, kind of
3: a thing."
1: I, I think so too. For me, um, like I, like I said, I read, I read Avengers when um, I was in God, it was like eighth grade, so it was like eighty-four. And I remember Cap was not my favorite. Iron Man was not my favorite. I actually liked Hawkeye a lot more than both of them um, in the comics back then. And, uh, and it was funny because after this movie, I was like, fuck, Cap's a real badass. Like, I love fucking everything about him. I'm like, I I, still want to go get a shield tattooed somewhere on me. I don't know where. Um, right. But I want to get the shield. I want to get a shield and I want to get Thor's hammer. Those are the <laughs> two I want. Like,
2: I, I, and I kind of <laughs> want them together. Oh yeah, of course you should. Spoiler yeah. alert: you should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, right? No, but I, I was a big Hulk fan, like for the longest time. When I was reading comics, Hulk was my favorite, and I like got all the offs. like I got Gray Hulk, and you know all that kind of he's stuff. He's been like every color, right? I, probably, yeah. Yeah, like, he's uh, like yellow Hulk. Just shake up your Hulk. Captain
0: America drink, and
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um, you know, I've grown to become a huge Captain America fan, and my sister's a tremendous Captain America fan, and. She's talked about it. I don't know if she's done it, but I think she's gotten a Captain America tattoo. Nice. So <laughs> I, 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 told I told the, girl. Girl, the circle with the star in the middle. Yeah. Well, we got it. Yeah, yeah. We the got There you go. There you go. Oh,
1: we
0: yeah. got to gotta hand it to the casting. I, I mean, I think they cast, oh. Chris Evans just really embodies Captain America. They did a lot of really good casting in this whole MCU. Uh, but I think he was one that really embodied that character so well, and it was a challenge for you know he was in F- Fantastic Four. He had I was just had- going
2: to say that <laughs> I, I saw that and it was it came on cable the other day. I was like, holy
1: crap!
2: I can't believe this.
1: <laughs> He's a, there. There's a couple people that have been two people in the MCU. He's one of them. The other one is interesting. It is also someone who played Johnny Storm, um, but he also played Killmonger in. Um, uh, oh yeah, in Black, Black- Panther. Yeah, so it's kind of like, I guess that's the start to be a bigger star is you got to be Johnny Storm,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you beast Johnny Storm, you get on fire, and then you get a better role. Is, well, is I can't wait. I'll tell you what, I can't wait to talk about, But we, I mean, trust, it's going to be 14 episodes from now. Or <laughs> from now but I can't wait to talk about some of those movies because there's all these theories that you hear about, like, like what's going to happen with that? So it's like, mm. you, it's, hard, it's hard to not talk about. The end movies. When we're talking about the beginning movies, it's like, yeah,
1: you're 100 percent right, and I thought about that too. I was like, "Man, we're taking on a big thing," and it's like, and doing it. I mean, we may have to even bump up our schedule. I was trying to be nice to you guys for the viewing part of it. I mean, I know you're deeper into it than Steve.
2: Um, oh, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the. So I, I kind of you're in the middle. I'm, in, I'm right about in the middle, but I realized I went back and looked at the, at the uh, sort of calendar, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I realized I screwed up. And yeah. I, got, I got ahead and I went to, uh, I went to Luke Cage. Oh, and I realized I missed season two. I was actually kind of happy because I've watched Daredevil season two before, but I'm trying to watch them in order again, and I missed season two of Daredevil. Oh yeah yeah. So I kind of stopped and went back to Daredevil. So now I'm trying to finish up Daredevil, but I'm in this this like just desert of the re- of the Netflix TV shows of Marvel. <laughs> Marvel. It's like it's like 13 episodes of Luke Cage 13 episodes of right. season 2 of Daredevil. like i'm like oh god i just want to get to a movie i just want <laughs> <a> movie <laughs> you don't want to just sit and binge it well i, I mean I I, I I don't have time
0: like yeah. i mean know I, 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 kind of gave me a pass he said he said okay what <laughs> cuz i've seen all the movies I, i've seen some I, of the series but i kind of like said i don't know if i can sit through Two seasons of Agent Carter and how much time and and you know while we're it trying was like
1: fifteen to, hours. Come on, I know,
0: but you said I can watch a couple episodes, get yeah, a feel no, of it, and and that's that's kind of and sure, <laughs> That's what we brought go. you. That's why we brought you, Bo, because you're the outsider <laughs> that's going to bring us all the all the insight well, I that I can't bring.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I hope that I can, but it's like as we get closer, it's like I I feel like it's going to be like like me at high school. It's like we're going to get to uh, you know we're going to get to some of the it's like Civil War and all that, and I'm maybe like. Kelly, I'm sorry. I got to stay up to 4 a.m. I got to watch. I got <laughs> well, to finish, I gotta finish uh, Inhuman season two, and then I get to watch. I mean, uh, there's I'll only watch. one season of Inhuman, so you're, you're good there. <laughs> well, so where's the – okay, let's bring
0: up this document because uh, oh. the total running time on this document <laughs> yeah. is 13 days, 19 hours, and 20 minutes. So that's, that's what we're in for. You know, I remember when you said, let's do MCU. I thought, that's awesome. I love those yeah. movies. <laughs> Yeah, cinematic right. cinema right cinema yeah. <laughs> but uh but well, then it included all the series
1: it's like oh man so i took off all the extras the short movies <sighs> oh, no, the, the short yeah. trailers or the i, I took right? all those out and i even took out a couple like there was i think i took out luke cage too because of where it was and there's a couple other things but yeah i i, I when i looked at this i was like damn this is daunting well, let's um, let's talk about that because Agent Carter. This is a good transition to Agent
0: Carter because right. that actually started as a. I think it's called one shot. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a one shot.
1: I actually hadn't seen it, and I watched it today. I had to. Where break did you out. watch it? Is it? It is on? on the extras for Iron Man Three. Okay, because I couldn't. Wow. I I couldn't find it. I was. I, <laughs> I, I watched saw it little, today. I read a little bit about it, but I didn't so, see it. So. So okay, it's like a fifteen minute, and it really is. It's it's like the seasons of Agent Carter. Really, they they start in the the office, the boss goes in, and the, the phone rings, right? And he, and everybody stands up, and they put their little briefcase on the table, like they're waiting for a a, a, a job. He goes in to answer the phone. They're like such and such target here, here, here. Send minimum two agents, possible three agents. And he comes out, and he goes, okay, you, you, and you, and go. And uh, you know, Peggy doesn't get picked. And she kind of calls them out on it. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing. They're like, oh, do these, you know, you're good at this code breaking. You're good at filing and stuff. So they're kind of doing that. And then uh, World War Two, Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, well it, it was 46. So the war was over. Right. World War error. era. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So or, yeah, it was like it was after the war, apparently. So because um, she, she was in until it was over. But then um, – they all leave. You know, they do the whole, hey, we're going to go out and get a drink. And she stands up like, oh, shit, they're going to invite me, okay? And they're like, yeah, can you get those uh, files on my desk and make sure they're all together? And she's like, motherfuckers. Oh, so then they all leave, and they tell her, hey, don't forget to lock up. And then they shut the fucking lights out on her. I was like, that's some dick-ass move right there. I was like, that's some fucked-up shit. So she's sitting there in the dark, and then the fucking phone starts ringing, the 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 bat phone, you know, oh.
3: the, <laughs> so she
1: picks it up and starts writing the stuff down, and it's like Zodiac here, and, you know, gives the coordinates and goes, you know, three to five agents. And then th- she looks down at the little paper. She wrote it down, and she crosses out three to five agents. And the next thing you know, they show her walking up to this this, this building uh, carrying her briefcase, and then she, oh, wow. you know, whoops some ass. And uh, it, it's, it's very much like the show. Um, you know, she handles her own. She doesn't uh, she gets in a little bit trouble like a guy's like choking her like really close to like, you know, taking her out and she fucking stabs him in the leg, which is I was like, fuck, yeah, she's like, which is a little more violent than she got in the other stabs him in the leg and then takes him, (laughs) takes him out and then walks off. And then they go back to the office and, you know, and the, the, the boss is chewing her out. Like, how dare you take a phone you know a mission and not tell anybody and and she because he's like he's like you know what you did you took a mission last night and she's "Oh, i completed a mission last night uh,
3: you know yeah. she
1: fucking throws it right in his face this is short... and then <clears throat> huh this is in the one you saw this is in the show yeah this is this is the oh. little one shot yeah, and then it's... so then uh she goes the, the boss goes in the phone rings again like everybody's standing up oh we got a bo- we got a job he answers the phone and it's it's howard stark and he's like look you're going to go in and you're going to tell Pe- uh, Peggy Carter or Agent Carter that she did a fucking great job. You're going to fucking compliment her and you're going to do all this. And then you're going to tell her she's now to come to Washington to be in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, and the wow. guy's like, and the guy's like, well, and he's like, no, you're going to say this and you're going to say that. And he's like, and then the guy's like, verbatim. And then he, <laughs> he walks out there and he's like, he gives her the news. And, and I'm supposed to help carry your personal effects down to your car or something like that. And uh, so... And I thought I, after I watched that, I went, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense because she got the notoriety and she she showed she was a badass during Peggy Carter, but she didn't get the Shield job, so this can't be before she did the Agent Carter's because she had the Shield job after this, yeah. but it shouldn't be after it because she proved herself in the two seasons, kind of. So it's kind of like they they hit a good one, but it was it has some it has some holes. Yeah. So, but it was, it was a very good start and it was definitely, a, it would have been a good pilot for like how this series could be. And, in and your, really in felt. your,
0: uh, uh, MCU chrono- chronology, uh, it uh-huh. says it's potentially non-canon. So it fits it in between the two seasons and it, yeah. and, and it says potentially non-canon. So it's possible that, that, that wasn't really tied to the, to and maybe the, they did
2: it. Or like they had the whole stories developed too right right I mean, right it was it was it was done and made it, it two years before the, the two years series. before the yeah. series yeah I, don't, I, I, don't, I got to admit i don't have the spreadsheet up i don't know how i can find it so i'll be better prepared next time this is my, <laughs> this, is my this is my maiden voyage nah, you no know, it's all good yeah so We're, we are not next like time. very good at, like i'm horrible at keeping
1: notes and stuff like that i usually go off the cuff so don't, <laughs> don't worry right. about it you're, you're doing good
0: I was surprised cuz cuz you know when I think of the MCU I think of Kevin Feige as far as kind of yeah. the, the, the the producer who kind of no no that's uh that's uh that's not happy that's he plays happy hogan doesn't he no that's the no, no, director
2: no, 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 uh, the guy from swingers
0: right uh oh, what's his okay. name um, no Kevin Feige is the producer who who kind of oversees the whole MCU and its its timeline and everything but do you know he was actually involved in Hulk, the original, not not the Incredible Hulk, but Hulk, uh, back the the uh, Ang Lee you mean film, it, uh,
1: not the Ferigno one. The no the first,
2: the, the, the there first was a, there was a Hulk movie before the Incredible Hulk that wasn't related to the MCU. Oh no. right right right. Oh. It was
0: uh, Ang Lee directed it.
2: Uh, right, that was a great one.
0: But um, that's the I, Eric Bana.
2: Yeah. Uh, yes, Eric, Eric
0: Bana exactly.
2: But John Favreau. That's the yeah, guy John Favreau yeah. Okay. John Faber anyway, Yeah. So Okay. Uh, so anyway, so let me ask you this. So uh, I mean, obviously there's what 20 16 episodes or however many episodes there are. What what did you guys think about kind of the whole I mean, I, I'll I'll give you my two cents. My two cents is I thought season 1 was far better than season 2. I mean, it, I think must... season
1: 1 fit more into the MCU and what what she was from coming out of, uh, Captain America movie to the next stages. I thought it fit better with the, the, the flow of the story of the MCU and how it, it, you know, it dealt with Leviathan, which is, you know, just another Hydra, you know, um, you had your black widow and stuff like that. I I thought it played really well into that. Um, I, I do agree too. I believe season one was more enjoyable than season two. Um, I didn't like season two as much and um, they played more into feeding into a later agents of seal shield.
2: Well, I was just going to say that I just I, before I was just going to say that same thing. And I didn't realize it till just now because I was, I was talking about the su- supernatural kind of aspect. Of, yeah. You know, that's supernatural aspect of season two. And the thing about the supernatural aspect is that definitely ties into agents of shield and the whole series of what's going on with that. It definitely has that tie in and, I'm glad I came on because I would have never realized it. <laughs> I would have been sitting around watching, you know, Sunday football, and been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Carter ties right into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: <laughs> so the other thing I didn't like about it was, oh, sorry, Steve, didn't mean to cut you off there, but um, I thought season one dealt more with her being spy-like and, and detective-like and, and really honed in on her skills like that, that they kind of showed more from the Captain America movie. Where it got into season two – she didn't seem the same. Like it, it really, I think they were trying to like give her more personality and have her have more human interaction and contact. But I, to me, that wasn't what I wanted in the show. I wanted more of what she was season one, where she, yeah. she almost had that cold shoulder a little bit, but she used it to her advantage in, in everything she was doing. So sure. I, I, maybe that's why it was, it was different, you know?
2: Uh, what are you gonna say, Steve? Well,
0: I'll, I'll say I'll say first off, I did not watch all two seasons. I, <laughs> this was this was one that that kind of hit me. I'd never watched it, so I watched the first two episodes of season two, and then I skipped the last episode. I'm sorry, the first two episodes of season one, and then I skipped to the last episode of st- season two just to <laughs> see how it compared. You know. missed everything. No, I know, but but that's fair. I got a really, I I really I really enjoyed season one uh, season one those first two episodes. I thought this is great. This is fun dialogue this has got kind of an old fashioned film noir style to it good character play off, off of Jarvis and and then when i hit season 2 episode uh 10 hollywood ending immediately it felt like they cut the budget in to a quarter <laughs> they hired you know high school actors that just did not feel it was the only time it really um, it really had energy. Was when Peggy Carter, you know, Hale, what's her name, Haley uh, or uh, um, oh, yeah. Haley Atwell? I know her name. Um, I know Atwell, yep. Haley Atwell uh, was on screen because she's still she's still so uh, she really control. You really commands that that role and and makes it it fun. Um, it, it seemed like there was a definite um, um, tick down in in the production value and. And and quite a bit, so that so I did not watch all both seasons. I got, but but I agree with you. Season one was
1: definitely uh, much better. See, I think I I think you missed out by not watching the rest of season one. Yeah, I think
2: (laughs) in your spare time you should go back and watch the end of season one. I think season one's a really good season. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I told you to watch this with Cindy because I think she would enjoy it too. Um, You know, this is one of the first ones where they really, you know, we have Black Widow in the Avengers, and you know, she has that female um power character covered um but this is this is one where it's i mean it's the only one um until we get to then later captain marvel where it is you know she is the main character all by herself um and they really do a really good job and then later
2: this year hopefully we get to black widow
1: yeah exactly we should have already had that months ago well, know. but I mean, but Black Widow was in Avengers, so she this isn't our oh, okay. first go, yeah. but yeah. but she was a team, she was part of a team, she never had right. that that individual, so yeah, right. she'll have the individual. Um, but I thought they did a great job with this, and and I think you know, and I've, I've listened to other podcasts. Um, I, matter of fact, I started listening to podcasts specifically about stuff we're going to podcast about, which I find interesting in its <laughs> own aspect, but um, this. this they were talking about how how powerful and 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 moving it is to have her and do such a good job and that season 1 I think was so much better doing that right you know she she didn't need to rely on people even though you know you have Jarvis there like telling her hey look i'm not here to take take your you know take away from you or make it harder for you i'm here to support you and right. she has to get through all that and she finally does and that that's a really cool cool part of it but I think this was, a, it was an important show for them to have, to have that, that female perspective as, as a hero. Well,
2: and I think part of it, too, is like you talk about season two not being – well, we, we've all talked about season two not being season, <laughs> season one. But I think the biggest thing is it's like it's American, it's American television. It's a problem with American television. They beat things into the damn ground. <laughs> right. Like, we will keep doing this as long as we can do it until, you know, until, you know, we run out of film. Whereas, you know, I look at like BBC shows and you look at like Luther. Luther was three seasons. Luther Mm -hmm. was a fantastic show. Right? It it could have been, in my opinion, it could have been six seasons, eight seasons. Didn't they do a fourth season? Didn't they do like a fourth kind of truncated like three episodes in a fourth season kind of a thing? But it was like a special it was like a special kind of miniseries kind of a thing. But even look at like Black I don't know if you guys watch Black Mirror. I haven't, I've heard about it, but I haven't watched it yet. And I will say this, if you can get through the first episode, which is one of the most disturbing episodes <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life, absolutely one of the most disturbing. If you can get through the first episode, get to the second. because Oh, God, I got, I'd have to watch that tonight then. And just watch the BBC episodes, because uh-huh. once it switches over to America, they start beating it into the ground a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. You know, they start like... What can we do? What story can we come up with? What can we make it so we can get more ratings and more commercials or the shock and awe value and Uh, like exactly and all that. Like they're all good, but the BBC wants, because they know we're gonna do two or three seasons. Right. They show restraint. That's what they should have done with Asian Carter. They should have showed some restraint. They should have done one season and just called it and said, Look, we don't have to do a second season. Whether we have the budget or don't have the budget, I mean, it's probably budgetarily driven. They were like the ratings. I mean, I never heard of the show until I I pulled up. Honestly, well, I never heard. That's it. actually
1: why it got canceled is because it didn't have the ratings, and and uh, and that's one of the biggest drawbacks they talk about is like, look, you 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 talk about these ratings, but you don't look at the the magnific- you know the big picture. Like this feeds into like we're we're dropping Easter eggs and stuff for movies that haven't even hit yet, right? right. And they're doing things like that, and, and they're, they're feeding into it. So it's a bigger picture, you know, of, of what's going on. But they're, they're just so worried about the the ratings and, and stuff like that. So that's why they were a little bummed. I have a feeling it's because season two, um, the main villain was not um, likable. And what I mean by like, you know, normally you don't like the villain, but you like to hate the villain. Yes. She was almost just like, that's good. I don't yeah. even want to see her. Like she wasn't yeah. likable and she wasn't hateable. She was just like, nah she's annoying. Get her out of my face.
3: Right, exactly. And
1: where they had in the in the original series, you know, that you had so many potentials and things weren't it was it was jumping around like you couldn't tell what was going on. So you were being dragged through all of this and not knowing what's going on. And they had the Dottie Underwood character who, who is who is a black widow essentially, right? You know, and, right. and so Mr. and she was such oh, a right. good yeah. character.
2: I didn't you know. draw the correlation, that's great, yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. So I mean, um, it's like yeah, I didn't draw that correlation.
1: Immediately when she kicks, the, when she the the guy comes up with the the pistol, who's you know looks like he's going to be a badass and and going to kill Peggy, and she's yeah. like, oh, you know, oh hey, you know, and she's all like, midwestern, you know, dumb girl, and then all of a sudden she's switching. Is is that an automatic pistol? And the guy's <laughs> like, what? And she's like, oh, off the wall, grabs him by the head and breaks his neck. I was like, oh shit, he she just black widowed him, <laughs> right? And then. Yeah.
2: I didn't even draw that correlation.
1: Well, and then they show her in the school growing up, you know, it wasn't a red room and they weren't doing ballet, but you know, that was pretty fucking brutal.
2: The other part is I don't like, I mean, I I think about, I mean, obviously I think about things like that. I mean, it's, it's. but like, I'm not also like, there's probably super fanboys out there and fangirls that are like, on all the message boards that are like, Oh yeah. They, they go opening. I went, I went to opening night of, uh, um, end game. Like, and I, Mm -hmm. I, that in the, I wasn't gonna go, and then I like decided to go. And I ended up <laughs> sitting in the front row, like pushing over, like it was like not the ideal thing. But I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to miss this. Like I don't yeah. want to have to read about it on the internet tomorrow and all that kind of stuff. But I'm not the fanboy that that goes opening night, make sure I'm the first one in line, make sure that I get a great seat, and then also goes <laughs> home and starts posting on a blog about how great it was and what was wrong and all that. So it's like it's like I'm a fan, but I'm not like mega mega yeah. mega fan. so that's steve
1: I except for the posting he, <laughs> yeah. he's definitely he's definitely
2: a first night
1: first pro, uh sometimes costume it's not so much because i'm afraid of being
0: spoiled it's because i just love the experience of, of the huge well, crowd did. and stuff i love that
1: see yeah. and i'm all about and, it I and we went and saw it.
0: remember we went and saw the last star wars movie and i and, yeah. and and i actually did not care for that experience so much because they had changed it to the whole uh uh Pre-buy you know, the, tickets. Well, and also, yeah, you had the you had the the seating where I didn't get a sense of the crowd because we were in the big seats, you know, with the the reclining oh. seats, and, and, see, and to like, me that was so much I, better. It's comfortable, but I hadn't, I, you know, I couldn't see anyone around me, and to me. On a, that's well, perfect.
1: I'm, I don't want to see those
0: fuckers. But for an opening that, night for a big, yeah. like a big movie like that, you want. I'm that not there to, the that. I'm th- I'm
2: there to see the people. I'm am there to see the. movie I do like to be in the theater, especially on the first night for the reaction. Like Endgame first night, the reaction was awesome. But yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I maybe I'm getting old. I think I'm the oldest one <laughs> here tonight. I think I, I mean, no, uh,
1: you me? and Steve are close. I'm 48 I'm, still. Okay, I'm 50. I just
2: I just turned 51. So, okay. You know, oh yeah, you're I, oldest. I, you yeah. win. <laughs> I win. But maybe so. The thing for me is, is like, for the longest time, I'm sick and tired of standing in lines. So I mm-hmm. like the free buying of the tickets. Mm-hmm. Like I like the big seats because it's like you can put your feet up and you know somebody's not kicking your kicking your leg when they walk by and all that. Kicking your chair. Fuck that. Kicking your chair when they're behind you. <laughs> of course we can. That's a that's a whole <laughs> podcast in itself. But I'll tell you what there's theaters in San Francisco and they probably have them in, the, in I, I just haven't seen the movie up North in, in quite some time, but we go to um, Alamo draft house where they come to your seat and they serve you food. Oh, like damn. You, can, you can order drinks all the whole movie. You can order food. the whole movie. <laughs> I they went to on, in
0: La Jolla, San Diego. I, I went to a theater and I could order something, you know, and they <laughs> brought it to me. It's like,
2: write it on a little damn. piece of paper. You I
1: can't it, even get my kids to do that at home. <laughs> Like, I, like, hey, go give me a bowl of ice cream. Fuck you, you
2: know. If we if we do Bill and Ted,
0: I'll bring you a drink, you know. <laughs> you
2: know um, speaking of drink, I'm gonna reload. I'll be back okay. in a second. All right, we'll we'll talk about
1: some more stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. I just don't care for the the crowds. Um, that's just for me. I don't like to if, me it. De- if,
0: it depends. If it's a big blockbuster, you know, one of my fond memories, obviously, the Star Wars movies. But I re- even remember like Die Hard two. Die Harder, and seeing it in just a huge theater, and and that anticipation—you get in there, and they—I mean, we had a uh, we had um, uh, what are the ball, the uh, little blow up uh, uh, balls, you know, that people are bouncing around in the in the theater beforehand. All the lights are up, yeah. and 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 then kind of like a graduation. And, and I'm not a big fan of that second Die Hard movie, but but it was so <laughs>
1: fun. Nice. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of, of crowds in general. And so for me, that's, that's what, that's the, dis-draw or the, the part I don't care for. Well, I love seeing the first movie. I love the reaction, like you were talking about, in the seats. Once people are in their seats, I, I love the oohs and the ahs, as long as there's not someone back there fucking talking well, to their grandma about, oh, and this is so-and-so and this is, like, yeah. you, you shut the fuck up and watch the I, movie.
0: I, I went and saw, I think it was A Quiet Place with Alicia, and we were seeing, <laughs> and, and I think, you know, it, it's such a quiet movie that, and there were some people whispering in the back row and stuff, and it was a piss, you know, it was like, yeah
2: uh, you know i think i think that drives, well, me, that drives me crazy people on their fucking phones in yeah. the movies, yeah. you know people talking or whatever yeah. you're like well steve's been
1: mean? to movies with me where i've actually said some shit or like i've about said to shit a too phone. but
2: I, I think that's the difference
0: if you see a blockbuster that's all drowned out nobody cares yeah. everyone just yeah. wants kind of that energy but if it's a if it's a heavy drama and there's not as many people that stuff really right. stands terrible. out it's like go away you
1: know yeah they yeah, I, uh, I remember. Uh, I think it was actually just Deadpool two. We went and saw opening night, and that yeah. was fucking funny. As and, and <laughs> it was is everybody's fucking laughing and joking, and it was a good time. But like I said, as soon until we were in there, I was like anxious because I don't like crowds. I don't like people around me. I gotta have my six foot bubble. Yeah, right? if, if I don't know you, don't get I my get, bubble. I get totally anxious in big crowds too. Man. Yeah. So, and so that for me is is, yeah. is the reason I don't care for opening nights. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'd be there right with everybody because I do like I, I like seeing them right away because I can't wait. <laughs> you know, I have that. Uh, well, gotta I, have used it to, now I used to I used to like out.
0: to go to, to so many movies that even my wife was like, "No, I don't want to go see that." It's like, well, I'm going to yeah, go see, it. Right. <laughs> and I go to the movies on my own. I'd be sitting there, and if it was crowded enough, it w- it would suck. You'd be sitting in the theater. And you'd be wondering, is someone going to sit next to me? If it gets crowded yeah. enough, and then Those <laughs> people come in and it's like, and what an awkward feeling to have someone sit right next to you when you're alone and you just feel like, nah, I'm kind of a- That's why you bring
1: jackets <laughs> and you just put them in both seats and you're like, I guess they went
2: home. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I we, uh, it, it doesn't matter now, but Kelly and I, we have the AMC movie pass thing. I don't know if you guys have that up there. So, uh, they had that for a while, didn't they? Didn't you have that pass seat? It wasn't. It was. Passive? It was Movie Pass or something like it that. D yeah. has stubs, stubs or whatever it is, and it's suspended right now. But we we have that, and we would go to see movies. Sometimes we go to see two movies a day on a Saturday and stuff like that. Nice. You don't get to reserve the seats ahead of time, but um, you know, it's it's, I don't know. It's talking about the reaction to the fans. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. But talking about the reaction to the fans, like. The thing that I, you know, go back, going back to Endgame, like when, and and frankly, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen Endgame, <laughs> but like when Captain America gets the hammer, right, yep. and it flying into his hand, you're just like, the whole theater, like just, <gasps> yeah. fucking exploded. It was unbelievable. Right. Yeah, I actually remember
1: that. And and
0: so, and uh, you don't want to miss those moments. That's why you want to see the premiere for a movie yeah.
1: like that. Yeah. But that's you know okay so just I I've watched the f- Captain America First Avenger probably four times in the last three weeks right wow. just cause wow. I'm at I'm at home with nothing to do <laughs> I still am not at work I got I got like two weeks before I go back to work so I sit on the bike and I watch TV and I, I play on my computer two that, weeks isn't that uh, when your wife gets her uh, surgery yeah I literally You're going like, back to work <laughs> I, I have to I'm actually well <laughs> so, so I'm <laughs> my My doctor originally told me three months, so I said, okay, uh, October 5th, and then um, I put in some paperwork that he had to sign again, and he put it at the 22nd, so the last two weeks, I'm not going to get a little bit of my normal money, but I'm like, I'm still taking those fucking two weeks off, but yeah, yeah, is getting her surgery on the Thursday before the Monday. I have to go back to work. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, she's getting her knee replaced. Yeah, yeah. So Sierra,
0: she's got her work cut
1: out for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Sierra's home. Ashley's home. Okay. Emily's even living with us right now again. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yeah, she uh, she came. Well, we're quarantined because we're going on a family vacation with a bunch of other people. So we're kind of all trying to stay COVID free yeah. until. Sure, so, I got you. Makes we'll sense. see. Are we, doing, yeah, so,
0: are we doing Sunday?
1: Yes, we're doing Sunday. We're brewing okay. Sunday. Yeah, if you want to come up, Bo. Oh, you're in Tahoe. You're not coming home to brew. When uh, you say we're COVID-free, I mean like you're quarantining. Oh, movie. yeah, no, no. We're not changing our lifestyle. We're okay. Just trying to- <laughs> but anyways, um, so watching that again, I still get like juiced up, even watching them on my own. And I think that's the draw of these MCU movies and these MCU shows is they have that power to, to have those moments where you really get amped up or you get emotional and you and you get drawn into the story that they're telling like you know we're talking about the characters you get invested in the characters
2: well that's the best part about season one of the crossover from show to show and movie to movie too
3: right anyway go
1: ahead uh the 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 first season of uh peggy carter or agent carter i'm gonna call her peggy carter forever oh (laughs) everyone it's just it's drained in me Uh, (laughs) so but you get all the character interactions like her with Jarvis, her with Howard Stark, her with her co workers, you know, the Daniel Sousa and then the Jack Thompson and stuff like that is, and I mean, even with her and the Dottie Underwood and um, with their interactions, you just, it's so well done. And I have a, this, this, this is what I see in MCU is they really put that work into making these personal connections with all these characters um, in the down, like, great action great great story with that but then when they go into the downtime they really try and work on the character development the character interactions and that's what i really like about these shows and you know we've got some new ones coming from disney you know there's the the falcon winter soldier coming up and and i have a feeling that
2: because all those that are coming out i can't you know watch <laughs> vision all that like i got disney plus so i can start watching all those yeah. you know?
1: I've had yeah I've had it waiting too. It's like okay, well it, this works now because that's where I watched Car- Agent Carter, right? And I've watched a, a bunch of others. And like just just uh, the other day, I threw on um, the first Avenger again, um, and then I watched Age of Ultron. I I I could watch MCU movies like over and over and never get tired of them. They just that's released what have to this.
3: Remember.
1: What? Yeah. yeah. I just this
0: isn't Marvel related but they just released the Mar- the uh, Mandalorian season 2 trailer. I don't know if you caught it. Trailer, that. yeah. Cuz that's coming out next month so.
2: Yeah. I have I you know I I'm behind. I'm I haven't I've seen all the Star Wars movies but I haven't watched The Mandalorian and all that. Oh. Like I
3: like
2: I know I it's like I John Fabro, come on. He, there's, he, really, there's he... <laughs> only so much time in the day. <laughs> true,
1: true. No, I get you. I know it, it is. And and I mean I know you live in San Francisco, so you live a different lifestyle where you're kinda of out and doing a lot of stuff where not these days. You know, I have mean, got, well,
2: got a lot of free time these days.
1: Time. Yeah, yeah. Um where like, you know, me it's it's if it's not a Kempo night, I'm usually sitting on the couch watching <laughs> shows. So um but yeah, no, I I that you know This Agent Carter, it it was such a good series, and I I wish they would do more of these. I mean, you know, we had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. um, I'm trying to think. There was the Netflix ones, um, and I'm trying to think of any others. I don't don't believe there's too many others. But I wish they would do more of these, and maybe that's what Disney's trying to do with the ones they're coming out with. They're just taking forever to get here. You know, I know that they pumped those up, and I don't know how much COVID had to do with them delaying them as much. Like I thought, Winter Soldier was supposed to be released before COVID, and then all of a sudden it got delayed and delayed and delayed. And Winter Soldier, you mean the Falcon and the, the Falcon Winter Soldier uh, right. series? And now and now that's an interesting one too. Are they gonna are they going to uh, do like uh, a lot of other places where let's see what is it? It's um, Amazon that has the boys out where they're doing weekly releases, so they got you tied oh, in where it's like you can't just binge oh, them. Yeah, they did that with Mandalorian. Oh. Oh, did yeah. they? Yes. So that means they're probably going to do yep. it with the yeah. other ones too. Yeah, absolutely. God, they're right. fucking bastards. They're they're doing that so you can't just get on oh. and cancel.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? But the other thing is, is like, I when they when they start doing when they do like one at a time, like even like on HBO or Showtime or whatever, you know, like I watch so much television; it's probably sickening. But I mean, it's it's I watch so much TV, and it's like whether I am watching, you know, when Silicon Valley was on, or or I am watching uh, Billions or something like that. You know, if I'm watching those shows, I don't start watching the season till episode three, so I can yeah. kind of start like just binging <laughs> a little, you know. And, and kind so, of get getting... so
1: that's funny because that's going to bring up the story that um and I, I I tell everybody this and I tell them with a great heart because and I usually don't use your name in this, but <laughs> anytime I tell anybody about me watching a show that I was like I don't know this this looks really stupid, it always comes back to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and. We would be out with you, and I don't remember who you were going out with at the time, but he'd be like, oh, it's, it's Tuesday at 8. I have to leave. We're like, what? We're, we're just having fun. You're like, no, Buffy's coming on. We're like, what? <laughs> and you literally would, would quit whatever we're doing, yeah. whatever night it was, and you would run home to watch that. I got to say I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 <laughs> I, I have told multiple people this story because we used to give you so much shit about it Right, And we would we would just laugh at you and like, what the fuck? Then we started watching Buffy on Netflix. And we started binging that shit three, four episodes a night. <laughs> right. And got like all seven seasons. I own all seven seasons still to this day on DVD. My daughters have all watched them. And so the funny part about this was is when we started doing that, Bill Reed gave me shit about watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. And then about three months later, that motherfucker was doing the same thing. There you go. So, nice, but yeah, that just always cracked me up. It was like, uh, so anytime I talk to people about like you know, shows meaning so much that you are like,
2: no, no, I got to stop everything else and get home to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> that story comes up. Yeah. funny you talk about Bill? Um, I mean, we're getting way off topic. I think we're done talking about Peggy. Peggy <laughs> Carter at this point. Agent Carter. Don't Agent don't Carter. get a
3: bit.
2: <laughs> 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 Agent Carter. Yeah. Um, Contagious. Remember, I I remember when we used to. You guys used to come over to my house on Sundays. Oh, right. guys <laughs> would come over Sunday morning, and I had to run, like, the Internet cable, the Ethernet cable down to the living room right. down when I lived in Santa Rosa. And we would watch. I had this Sunday ticket or whatever it was. Yep. we just sit there, and we were fantasy football nuts, and I, I kind of still am. But, you know, we were fantasy football nuts, and we would sit there all day and drink beers and eat bagel bites and yep. do we were doing and we're like we should have a podcast right exactly <laughs> <laughs> a podcast of just us commenting on football all day yeah and, and we, we cracked ourselves up to give you know for the to give ourselves a little Crack, bit of break definitely cracked ourselves up i mean there is still nobody that's a travis henry that's all i remember <laughs> 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 right There's nobody that's a travis henry <laughs> yeah so yeah right. yeah no, but
1: it's funny because, yeah, that, I, I remember that story, too, and I've said that before, like, telling people, uh, you know, thinking about, oh, I, I have a podcast now, and then thinking about, oh, man, I remember when we did fantasy football. We thought we had a podcast then, or we should have, which, yeah, we had so much fun. I You know, I actually gave up on fantasy football. I, I just can't do it anymore.
2: Well, I'm not. In, I'm actually not in any leagues. I do daily fantasy stuff, just, okay. like, little stuff here and there. It's, like, you know, it makes it more enjoyable. You know, if I'm not watching the Eagles game. I don't really care too much about any other teams, but you know, yeah. it's like, you know, I don't want to do anything on Sunday. So if I have like five bucks in yeah. a game, it's like it's just it makes, five you bucks. It makes it more cool. interesting. Makes it more interesting. Makes me watch something more often.
1: I got lucky, and Sierra became a Seahawks fan. So now I have someone to actually watch the games with I, me.
2: There's no luck about that.
3: <laughs> that's, that's you're, that's you're just crazy.
2: jealous because you got no other Eagle fan. I don't. <laughs> I have. I live with a. I live with a Steelers, Niners, Raiders. What? You can't have that many. That's that's well, ridiculous. In area, but she worked at the Steelers bar in college. Her actually, uh, her sister, her sister owns a Steelers bar in Tucson. So she should be a Steelers fan. Fuck the locals. Well, they don't need that. but she she was born at you know she was born at Stanford. Oh okay. Her, and you know she's been anyway, but that's whatever. yeah. We
1: I still get Niner shit from Melissa all the time. So. But
2: and that, but she's also like kind of like I've always loved the Rams when they were in L.A. I'm like, <laughs> Well, great, and now they're playing the Eagles this week. So now I'm going to have her like giving me the side eye the whole day. <laughs> nice. Not really the See, side eye. It's like we have a we have a loving rivalry. It's like anytime any of our teams play each other, it's a fun time. It's, it's oh good no, time.
1: we don't get that. Alyssa can't even watch the games when the Seahawks play the Niners. <laughs> she gets no, anxiety. We definitely have a good time. We love it. Well, that's good. That that's that's healthy. Steve's like what sports ball. <laughs> 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 no, nah, that's okay though. I mean, yeah yeah we go back way far 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 back with the football stuff and that was fun i do remember that yeah with bill that was fun stuff all right so i think we've we've pretty much hit everything we were going to talk about uh the only other thing i wanted to say is what what in either one of these movies or these series uh what do you think was the biggest most powerful thing to you uh personally like what what if any of it touched you guys like you know, it doesn't have to be part of the MCU. It doesn't have to be part of the show, but what did it do to you personally? Like, is there anything that, that, you know,
2: I'll let Steve go first. Cause we were kind of <laughs> over for the last five minutes. So, <laughs> right.
0: Um, I got to go back to captain America and that first act when it really, it was, it, it did such a good job, uh, capturing that, uh, that, that zero to hero mentality, that, that, that quality of, of being someone that, You know, couldn't couldn't do much, but had such a heart, and and that feeling of suddenly you you now can can do something with that, and and I think that captured everyone with that series. That
1: yeah. uh, So when you say zero to hero, that gives me a problem because, um, and this is something um, that I I read about, and and it made me think about that. When you talk about zero to hero, it is purely a uh, visual right people people downplayed him because of his size only right he had the biggest heart and the biggest you know um personality out there and that's why he got chosen so you know to me it's not necessarily the zero to hero story but the the finding of you know his true aspect outside of the physical being, right? They basically, the, the thing that the doctor talks about is like, you know, because he gave the the formula to the red skull and it, it took the evil and the bad in him and made it amplified where it took the good in Steve and amplified it. And that's why he, he, he muscled up and he grew and he, he became the, the, Personality, you know what well, I mean. Sure,
0: and it was Erskine that that uh, that that talked about that, where, where he said it, it. That's why I chose you. That's why right. I chose you for this is because you have something that that the good, yeah.
1: you know. Yeah, I, no, and and it's the same. Th- I agree with you. It's a very powerful moment. I just it's not a zero to hero to me in the thing. It's more of the the scene, the underlining. I don't. I don't.
2: I think I might have said zero to hero previously, and I think yeah. that you know thinking of it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. I understand that it's an easy way to describe it, but I'm just saying it to me. It's. I I agree with you. It's
0: not. It's not. I'm not trying to say. Yeah, it he, is. Was, yeah. he was nothing. He was. He had. I mean that that scene in the in the alleyway. When I could do this all day. You you, you brought that up. That's something that er, the, he jumps on the grenade. You know, he's gonna, right. He's gonna. Well, that's what suicide. I mean. is He was
1: never. He was never a zero. Where a zero to hero story for me is someone. I mean, we're watching. Um, we're watching. Uh, Cobra Kai right now. Isn't there oh, right. a song? I you got, know, you got Johnny.
2: Uh, first episode, but we'll get. <laughs> but no, but j-
1: so Johnny, he's he he's yeah. such a goon at the it, in the movie, and you hate him, and you hate him, and then in Cobra Kai, he goes. He, he's not. He doesn't get to be a hero yet, but he's on that journey, and that to me is the zero to hero, where you start at nothing. There's no goodness. Where yeah. Captain America or Steve Rogers had that goodness from the get go, he just didn't have the vehicle to to propel it. You know what well, I mean? I...
0: Hercules, uh, in, in, uh, the Disney animated Hercules, I think right. they actually have a song called zero to hero. Um, yeah. so, so, and, and really he was just kind of a scrawny kid and he became, became mighty Hercules or after that. Um, yeah. and I, I, agree. It's not a, it, I'm not trying to say he didn't have anything to offer. Oh,
1: I know you weren't. I was, I was just trying to emphasize the fact that it wasn't just purely physical, Right. Like he had the mental well, side.
2: I'll, I'll say this though. I mean, the thing that and and to to feed off of what Steve said, that was my big thing too. Like that was a big thing that really kind of got me into. Mm-hmm. There was really nothing from Permian Carter that really kind of like spoke to me. That really kind of spoke to me. Gotcha. Personally. But the the rog, the Steve Rogers character. It's it's not. It's like it's what's inside that's important. It's not right. what outside that's important. And that's the big thing that was like he was always like, he always had a great heart. He always had like, the mm-hmm. drive. the he always had like all that kind of stuff. And it's like, it, it kind of makes you like, I, I think that I've always looked at people for, you know, not, not for their appearance and not for what they're, they're like, you know, whether they're strong or beautiful right. or ugly or whatever. It's you your know,
1: actions like, that matter more.
2: It's your actions that matter. It's how you act. It's how you treat people. It's how right. you, it's how you interact with people. And I think that's the big thing about Steve Rogers is granted. He turned into captain America, one of the greatest superheroes in the history of superheroes. <laughs> right. He started out as just a guy with a great heart. Right. Yeah.
0: And he, made, that and he
2: kept be, that humility. That, he, right. he kept that humility. That could be any of us. Yeah.
1: yeah no. And that's. I, I agree. That's a. That's a great part to it. And that's why I, I wanted to bring up the fact that it's not just the physical portion, and it was more the mental. And and he wasn't a zero in in the mind frame that he was. He wasn't a good guy, but he he got the physical to meet and be able to interact with what he had in his heart. And they didn't right. get, and, so and, and if you
0: watch the whole arc of the MCU up to, up to where it is now, his character, oh, right. you know, they did such a <laughs> good job maintaining that, you know, you look at uh, Superman, uh, the movie, uh, what was it? Uh, the Superman movie, you know, a Which lot one? of people one really, versus Batman or the, the, the one first, where he no, fought the, the aliens or the one where he fought where the, the, the one where he the reboots the, or the originals bat- he had the whole battle in the city and they destroyed so much and then he killed yeah. he killed Zod yeah. at the end
3: yeah, and people right, questioned
0: exactly. whether that was really in his character
1: and that's a fair question because uh, you know see I don't know because I I never got into Superman well I, that well, was one of those guys like I'm like that's why they did such a good, good job amazing.
0: maintaining uh, right uh, Captain America's heart throughout the whole you know they gave him a struggle you know, I think, I think the Captain America trilogy is, is it a trilogy? I don't know. They did. They Yeah, because they
1: had Winter Soldier and then Civil War.
0: Civil War, right. right. Civil War was kind of an Avengers movie, but, but it was still, you know, it was still kind of under his, well, so, his so was but, uh, it, but they kept that, that same kind of question, that humility. He, he really, that was always his plight, trying yeah. to deal with that, oh, and I loved it.
2: Struggle. But he's always had such a struggle. Like, if you look at every time, like, he's he knows he's kind of an outsider to to society today. Like he has a different set of values. He has a he has a you know nineteen forties nineteen you know. Well, 1940s. they talk about that that 40s. being part of his story. Exactly, that's his whole the man
1: out of the past,
2: right? Right. Exactly. How does like he, he see today? Totally different set of values than anybody has today, yeah. and that the struggle the whole time. And that's the great thing about the end of his story, the way he gets to go back to that,
1: right? Which brings up some loopholes, but you know we won't talk about that now. We'll wait till we get to you know, 2022 hey. and we oh, we hit yeah. Avengers Endgame.
3: <laughs> right, exactly.
2: When your when your kids are collecting Social Security, we get. To <laughs> the- <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> well, one of the things well, I found with watching the the this the first Avenger was I thought his character was a little more two dimensional, and I don't think I remember when I saw the movie at the beginning. I loved it. And I I think I was a little less impressed now, but it's because I've seen his character arc and how much more they've they've kinda added. Well, I think to, they made him two character. dimensional
1: in a way because they want him to grow more, right? You know, and they it, have him
0: it harkens back to that scene when he's fighting himself and, and he's like, I could do this all day. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, I know. It, 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 it's like, it's like here, the three dimensional character recognizes that at the time he was still kind of just, you know, oh, but I mean, <laughs> he,
1: he also starts, he finally get he finally gets the body and he gets to be part of the war. And what do they have him raising money for bonds? Oh yeah. He, and and he, he thinks he's doing a good job because everybody's cheering him. He's like, fuck, okay, I'm doing something. And then he gets in front of the soldiers and they heckle him and right then it was like snap he's like fuck i ain't doing nothing i am not yeah. doing a damn thing right now and that that to me was like a powerful moment too and and so he was like okay i got it. and that's when he goes off and saves this, the you know the guys that were captured and and so right. to me it's that flip and it's you know
0: and i thought that was a great way in the in the movie of bridging that kind of comic book character we understand with 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 the movie because in the movie we see he's selling bonds and it just seems kind of like cartoonish and that that reminds us it was of the
1: supposed comic. to yeah
0: it reminds <laughs> us of the comic book and it makes us say oh I
1: get it now this this character makes sense and then well he and blossoms he, into even then like he's that. he's a kind of a goody two shoes a little bit too like you know uh, he's getting ready to go out and and the guy's like do you know what you're doing he's like yeah I've knocked out uh, Hitler over a hundred times <laughs> right? right and you're like. <laughs> Dude, did you not realize you're acting? Like it, it was, it was that line, and in the way he delivers it, you're so, like, okay, he's so
0: passionate. Yes, he's, he's just so, he's either he's, he's either super
1: sarcastic and really fucking pulled it off, like no. like he doesn't no. believe it or he believes <laughs> it. So, right. Captain I thought America, that was
0: sarcastic. No, I don't think no, so. <laughs> uh,
2: he gets a little bit there,
1: a little bit. Um
2: yeah, and it's it's so different. Like when you think about him in the comic books, like he was, um i just i just remember so many of the cells um not well, they're not cells the panels right from it's like there's I, I have this i used to have this one hanging up in my when i had a cubicle i had one hanging up in my cubicle and it was uh, you know a full a full page and it was you know had just gotten done with a fight and he he had he's pointing to his head he goes what do you think this a on my helmet stands for france <laughs> like you know he was just definitely like in the comics he was a totally different guy yeah <laughs> the movies like he was much more he seemed more aggressive
1: they yeah well he was de- i think they did a a good job in the movies making him more likable overall like he wasn't so militant he wasn't so yeah. um gruff about it like he literally yeah he was he, he was kind of more violent and more or more I don't, want, I don't yeah, know what's aggressive. right. More aggressive, just more of an aggressive. Yeah, guy. where this one, they gave him more values almost.
2: Yeah. Right? In and in. some sympathy for things. I mean, like definitely yeah. had some sympathy for a lot of stuff. And that developed into, I mean, you know, we're never going to be able to not talk about the later movies during this, but that that's <laughs> like Civil War and stuff. Like, he was like the sympathetic figure in Civil War, is this... Tony Stark was like the total aggressor. Like, we have to do this and beat this down and like end the tyranny or whatever. So I'm not a
1: hundred percent positive, but um, I do remember when that first came out, I read up on it and I believe in the comics, the roles were switched. Oh really? Yeah. That captain America wow. was more on the side of the government of like, Nope, we need to have everybody registered and stuff like that. And, and Tony Stark was the other side if I remember yeah. correctly, but it, it also, it, it was much more than just the six on six little fight that they had it was literally the entire mcu marvel comic uh like you had the avengers and m- mutants and you know everybody yeah. everybody
2: yeah, were fighting everything. well they even do it back then because that's the thing like you yeah. could have any mutants and all those guys like there wasn't like all the like contracts that have to happen with right loans, whatever, well so. and, and they did
1: it the same way though like you had i think matter of fact like fantastic four i think like two people split one way and two people split another. Like they literally like had inner oh, wow. fighting and in, in every group. And it just became this huge battle. It's one of those things is where I'm like, okay, I've got this Marvel universe for a year, right? This Marvel unlimited. I'm going to try and read so much of this stuff. Cause I've read, I've read like, like the big books where they come and tell you everything that happens with everybody. And I read these things and I'm like, okay, but when you can get the scene by scene a little bit, it's a little bit better. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we got uh, both of those. Like Steve, it sounds like they, uh, Bo. You have the kind of the same one. Is there is there another moment that maybe you had that was separate from that one? Or um, let me look at my homework. Hold
3: on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh,
1: while you're looking at, that, I'll, I'll go ahead and um, so I'm going to go into Agent Carter. And uh, one of the things, and this is this is specifically with the first season. One of the things that really uh, kind of touched her, me um, specifically was the fact that she in the beginning felt like she couldn't rely on anybody and didn't need anybody to to help her where later like throughout the show she kind of realized that hey you know what I can't really do this all on my own she kind of had to rely on Jarvis and she had to rely on Howard Stark and stuff like that a little bit and it's it's one of those things where it, it kind of hit me a little bit because that's I've been a lot like that myself throughout you know forever and and still to this day I, I feel like you know sometimes I I I won't ask for help because I'm like, I just got to do it myself. And, and it was kind of like, okay, your heroes could sometimes need help too. It kind of helps get you into that aspect. Like, okay, no one could do it all on your own kind of thing. Right. And so it, it was, it was a minor thing, but to me it was, it still kind of touched me a little bit and like, you know, it's yeah. like,
2: Oh, Hey, that's kind of cool. Well, that's interesting that you say that because, um, uh, kind of in my notes here, I'm talking, I talk about, um, the Jarvis character and how Mm -hmm. like just he was such a great supporting character and a great supporting character for, for, for uh, Peggy. Sorry. Right. I had agent in my head. Like I'm. (laughs) (laughs) She's both. both. She's agent and Peggy. Right. Right, Exactly. So (laughs) but having Peggy Carter um, being the great support for her, like the whole time through the whole series. And it's just like, like everybody needs that person. It's like so good. Like I, I don't know i don't want to get too sappy but i will like i have have that person in my life right now and i know you guys i don't know steve so much but i know noah you do too yeah like we all have that person that's like that support person that like supports us kind of no matter what like they're always there to lift us up they're always there to help us out they're always there to get us through whatever we need to get through and that just really kind of spoke to me that you know obviously they never got together right because jarvis was married but
1: like that was the beauty in it
2: Right, if the story were written differently, and you were single, like I imagine them getting together and, like, no like, i I don't because
1: to bad. me, they had that that perfect platonic relationship
2: uh, right but I mean, which it to, to right. me he was married
1: well, I don't even see it as that way. I see it as like, and this is one that's weird for me because i i I didn't grow up with a lot of just female friends because I was that kind of dog. I always was trying to you know be the guy that hooked up with everybody so <laughs> Like just having an opposite sex friend that there was you know there was no friend zone, there was no attempt not to be in the friend zone, and that's what I saw in them now, where all the others they seem to kind of like, oh, there's a potential, but with Jarvis, no it was literally just no you're you're just my friend and and i don't I don't even know if that would have not happened if he wasn't married but i, I and they they talk about that in some other stuff,
2: yeah, but I think about the era because like i don't obviously I'm not. Like, From the 40s? In, I didn't live in the 40s, but you think about the 40s, right? <clears throat> the way I feel like it is, like, like there's so much sexuality today, and even when we were younger, like, we were in high school and whatever, like, that was, like, what it was all about. But I, I just think back to the 40s, and it wasn't so, like, sexualized and, like, like, like trying to hook up and trying to, like, you know, right. take home and do all that kind of stuff. And it's, like, I feel like there were a lot of relationships back then that weren't so sexual relationships, but they were more, like, like just, I don't know, relationships emotionally that weren't necessarily that kind of a thing. And I feel like they would have had that kind of a relationship with a marriage or something like that. Well, I mean, I can see them, they would have made it, they could have made a good marriage. But I think,
1: I think that because of looking at it the way I did, I looked at it as like, it was never about that. It was, they didn't care what sex they were. They were just a good friend that, you know, you would do.
2: They were a good supportive couple. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. and I think that's like that kind of spoke to me because I'm lucky enough to have that. And I, from listening from listening to the podcast, I know Steve has that. And I know you do yeah. that. You have that. So, I mean, it's like it kind of spoke to me in that way. So
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it, they did. They had the great relationship. So, yeah, I mean, you could look at it either way. It could have been platonic or it could have been what if, you know? I mean, True what not. if she wasn't pining over Steve Rogers, and what if he wasn't married? And <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. So yeah. It's either it's but yeah, either, you're right. David.
1: When Harriet Her- met
0: Sally, or when Jarvis met Peggy, right? Right.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and they 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 have a great relationship, and then it even you know she does get kind of a semi romantic relationship in season two, which I didn't care for at all. It, One it, of
0: the things me, I did when I was trying to watch
2: it worse, but go ahead, Steve. Sorry.
0: Well, when I, I didn't watch all the whole series, but I did go on YouTube and like do the best of some of the stuff, and there was mm-hmm. so much interaction between Peggy and Jarvis that was so fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, so, so I agree that they had they had just it, it just it made the series fun. They had good dialogue and and it. it just I made, actually really like
1: it. Made me Howard happy. Stark. Howard Stark cracked me
2: up through oh, the whole thing. A great character, and yeah. I can't. Remember- what else he was in but he was a great character
1: well he was in the original movie too he was in the
2: the, he's been in other stuff too.
1: yeah oh yeah um so speaking of people that were in other stuff that kind of he was a dick in the show like you didn't like him but just every time i saw him it made me smile was um he played vernon masters was uh the dad from the 70s show
2: oh yeah right exactly like (laughs) that goes through the whole series i was just like
1: when he walks in there and i was like oh he's gonna call you dumbasses. (laughs) Which I wish they would have done. Just they had to throw a dumbass in there one pl- one time. <laughs> yep, I get that. Um, it kinda so yeah, I Kind of reminds me of you, Noah,
0: his his character in seventies show. That's great.
1: I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I could be that father for sure. You dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, well, it's funny. We started watching that again not too long ago, a couple oh, months no. ago, I've just out
2: of the blue. The oh, yeah. really? I've seen a few, but like. I, I honestly, I was telling. I, we just started watching Seinfeld. I never watched any Seinfeld when it was first on. <laughs> I was, I was. Uh, Do you like too Seinfeld? Busy watching no? Buffy?
1: Do you? Like um, Seinfeld? I, I wouldn't think you'd care for it as much. I can watch it, but I can only watch so much of it because I get annoyed with characters. <laughs> like I can't stand Newman. As soon as Newman comes on, I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm out." Um, Kramer drives me nuts. <laughs> um so um and then um Costanza I can barely tolerate. I remember uh, when my
0: when Casey was born, uh Seinfeld was on TV in the in the deli- no, when Jimmy was born, Seinfeld was on TV in the delivery room.
2: Oh wow. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, no, I just I never watched it when it was on. Like I was in college and I was with you know, it was a different place in my life, let's put it that way. And um <laughs> right. I uh I just never watched that show, and and now it's like, I, it's I, it's fucking hilarious. It's There's a lots of parts about. it. There's it's just funny. certain characters. Yeah, it was hilarious too, and like I just I'm really liking getting back into those shows. So anyway. yeah. No, and and then they're always. We
1: started watching Cheers one time. Like oh my god, I could. the be first season of that. I was like oh my god, this is so good. All right, so. I want to end this on a good one, but, um, so if there was anything that you would have, could have added, if you could have added anything to either the series, uh, or the first Avenger, like what, what is it that you wish they would have added to it or had more of?
2: So if I could have added anything, well, I would have dropped season two of Agent Carter. (laughs) I would would have deleted, I would have added my for agent Carter, but, um, you know, I don't know what a, I other other than you reminding me of the scene in the car. I don't know what I would have added to. I mean,
3: I don't change. know.
2: What, yeah, it, yeah, or changed for for Captain America. I mean, I think it was a a perfect origin story for him, and I think like I first of all, I'm not creative enough to know how to rewrite a script or anything like <laughs> that. I don't know what I would have added. Well, no,
1: but I was just what if, like all right. So here's mine. So in Captain okay. America, I kind of wish they would have expanded the second act a little bit where he just all of a sudden was just kind of a badass right I wish they would have had some training like
3: or a, oh, oh, something
1: yeah. where he failed at and, and had to fucking learn the way to get through it and, and instead of just okay you got serum now you got fucking muscles and now you're just a badass it's like you you, you have to learn how to fight you can't just you, you just can't program that in with a serum And and so I think that was what was missing like you know, or or maybe him learning a little bit more about how to use the shield, or you know, something something to to feed into that second act where you were talking, Steve, where it felt a little flat, you know, well, like he yeah. went in and yeah.
0: One one of the things in the second act, one of, one of my favorite scenes in the second act was when uh, Tommy Lee Jones gets together with uh, what's the what's the um, uh, Arn Arnim Zola Zola the, the doctor uh, the the biochemist. Uh, that they've they've kidnapped and and they're sitting in the oh in, yeah in yeah. the room and he brings him a steak and and, yeah. and and the guy says I don't eat meat and so and so Tommy Lee Jones the whole time is eating the steak and I I, I thought that was really fun cinema and and I, I thought that was a great scene it was a short scene and if anything I think that's something they could have tried to capture those sort of moments a little more, just Couple to give more it a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit yeah. more life. But I, I gotta hand it to the series. You know, if you look at the whole arc of the of Civil War, it and or I'm sorry, of uh, Captain America and also the MCU, you can't really fault it for not doing enough because it it continues. You know, they. I thought they, it does, and and they picked up. I,
1: I thought, but were, here's the thing: is there's there's so many stories that get left out, like like a good book that's made into a movie, right? Oh yeah. There, there's there's parts of comic book stories, and this is where the fanboys probably really fucking lose their shit, and like, oh my god, you didn't put this, you did put like, that in, yeah. But it yeah, shows
0: the right stuff. I think if you look <laughs> at the whole arc of the MCU. They,
1: they did it justice. I mean, for what they had to work with. Well, but there's some out there that like you're like, oh man, I wish this would be part of it, <laughs> or I wish this was canon. I, th- there are some of them, and I, and I can't speak to any directly right now, other than like I just wish he would have, I wish he would have learned. Like you know, they show Iron Man in the beginning. You know, he he doesn't, he's not flying right away, and he's
2: not at the at the extreme where he's back, they gate back at the Stark Mansion. Not when he's yeah. like not the Stark Mansion. He's learning. It's like I, I I had to look it up here, but Edge of Tomorrow, like. The whole thing with Edge of Tomorrow, it's like, it's yeah. like You see that you see that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they, so they keep like,
1: going back in time. Yeah, it's keep great. Going work. back,
2: keep going back, keep going back, keep going back. Or like Groundhog Day, like keep yeah. going back, go back until they figure out how to do it. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's like it would have been a great sort of like sub that that would have been great. I agree. With I that. just
1: I think it would have given him more character. It would especially it would have it would have helped his character because it would have shown he's a little bit more of the everyday man. Like, yeah. like well, everything doesn't just
2: fall into his lap. Right. What well, speaks to you a little bit with your Kempo and your, mm-hmm. your marks and all that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, when you, when you move to a new, like, I don't even know what they're called. I'm a new move. Oh, like a new technique or something like that. Yeah. Like the first time you do it, I'm sure you totally like drop the ball and you look like a total, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Nice. You don't, you don't do it. You don't do it clean. If you can get it right off the first time, you're really good
2: anyways. But yeah, you don't get it right away. Yeah, you don't get it right away. You need to practice, 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 and to see him practice, practice, practicing, because yeah. he's coming from this like he has no muscle, he has no body, he has no right. any of this stuff, and then all of a sudden now he's like Captain America. It's like right. you can't adjust to that and just know. Right. So that, yeah, that's a great point.
0: One of the, one of the things that in in I liked so much about when they were when he was selling bonds is that it it came across as like oh this is this is part of the comic. It's like a cartoon and stuff. And I wish they would have drawn a bigger contrast between that and the actual war, the war when he went to war. To me, when, when he went off to war and was actually dealing with stuff, it almost mimicked that same sort of caricature of the whole selling of Bonds. It was almost cartoonish. And if they made it a little bit more realistic or made him falter a little bit more or yeah, that's what it, have yeah. to discover, I, I see that. I, th- I think that would have been a better contrast.
1: To- I mean, they, he has to deal with with Bucky, but I mean – What if he had to deal with one of the one of the soldiers dying on the way out? Yeah, you know he realized that. Hey, you can't just walk in here and everything's going to go clean. You know, uh, there's a lot of different. And who knows? I mean, it maybe was in there and it got cut for time. Um, You know, that's yeah. That's the other
2: thing. too. Like that's the other part of it. It's like you can like you're saying. It's like it's like a book to a movie. You can't fit it all in.
1: Right. Yeah. So that was that was the main one of the main things I wanted to know. And just you know, there's a bunch of other stuff that we could have talked about and asked, but I think we're we're getting we're getting in there we're we're almost on a two-hour mark
2: so this is one of your longest ones man i'm like i looked at my watch i was like jesus two
1: hours yeah Yeah. Yeah. we still have one that's almost three that was that was our star trek or star wars no yeah star wars the first one that was that was our longest so um but no this was great this is an awesome kickoff um this is actually one that i'm super looking forward to do yeah thanks guys We'll, we'll we'll definitely. Right now, the plan is probably once a month. Just and that's more so Steve has time to watch stuff. Uh, well, you- t- yeah,
0: the second the second release or the second podcast. Is pretty good because it's mostly movies. I've seen them all. Yeah. I can re-watch them. It's the third one. I'm a little, uh, he's a little more daunting. Well,
3: the third, uh,
2: the, probably the third, fourth, and fifth. Quite frankly, because there's a lot of TV in those. Yeah,
1: and we, and like I said,
2: we'll, well play I've, it by I've years. I've
0: seen Daredevil and Jessica Jones, so there's some of the stuff okay. that that I can revisit. I haven't seen any of the Agents of Shield yet, so. Yeah, and
1: that's one that like, or it, Iron and Fist, yeah. Oh, it is, yeah. It's a very up and dagger. down. What's
0: Cloak and Dagger? I didn't know about. Oh that. my God, that's so good. Uh, I haven't seen Cloak and Dagger. I okay, I, well, I, I don't want to get too with, much. In uh, it. Uh, with uh, what was it? Henry Thomas from E. T. So cloak I, I think, I Andy think Coleman. Steve,
1: you'll like Cloak and Dagger because it's more of a, it's more of a, um, an acting and a personal. There's, there's not as the action. It, but for me, it was one of the ones that I really. I love because I really enjoyed their characters when I was reading their comics. Okay. So um uh yeah, we'll we'll get into it and we'll we'll figure it all out. But yeah. Um I'll put the list up for people to to or at least what we're gonna be covering in the next couple. And um cool. worst case scenario, we're four weeks out. Maybe best case scenario is we shorten it up and we do it every three, two. We'll we'll figure it out as we go. It depends on what else is out there is to do. I'll flexible. Um,
2: and you guys have yeah. all- like you do the pairings and you do all that kind of stuff yeah. and other shows and all that. So,
1: yeah, yeah I'm I'm trying to do. Uh, I want to do Cobra Kai here next week if if uh, I got to talk to Steve about that.
2: Say, <laughs> season,
0: one, season, one like, two, season one, season one and two, or what? Just season season one and two. Oh, geez, I, I, I don't. I think I've only seen the first oh, one on when it was on YouTube, so I haven't watched any of the Netflix.
1: We we binge movies.
2: watched those in like four days. Okay, well, both seasons. <laughs> wow, they, they look good. We might be. We got some vacation coming up. It might be in our might so be in good. Place. Well, they're super short. They're
1: like they're like half half hour episodes. Only
2: half an hour each. Okay. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, uh,
1: it's super short, and there's only like ten episodes or something like that each. Right it's good stuff. Cool. Um, so, okay, all right. Well, I think that's it for us tonight. Um, so, uh, you guys got anything to say on the way out? Uh, you Just can find us at hwsi.podbean.com. That's all
0: I got to say.
2: <laughs> yeah. Of course, you got to get that in there. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. And uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Look forward, to the, look forward to the rest of the. 15 more days of uh, television yeah. oh it's only 13 more days of watching we're, we're good
1: good
2: I'm looking forward to 13 more days yeah
1: and by the time we get to the end they'll probably have a couple more series out or a movie or two maybe we'll be able to add a day or two perfect <laughs> I'm loving it alright cool alright well that's it for us so uh, that's a uh, good night I guess alright take it easy guys good night <laughs>